Would you like to see um, Ty Dillinger in a last man standing match? <laughs> that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? That's his, that's his match. You know, like the Undertaker had Hell in the Cell. <laughs> Ty's got last man standing. Last man Dillinger. Ty Dillinger standing last man. <laughs> yeah. My name is James Rollins. As a child, I was a die-hard wrestling fan. And my love never faded. A year ago, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White. Since then, we watched the very best the WWE Minerk has to offer by watching something then, now and forever and see if it's worth the $9.99 a month. One day, we'll have watched everything on the network. But until then, we are with you. And we are the WNR. I am James Rollins, and as always, I am joined by... Dan White. And I can't contain my excitement because we are live, and it is episode 78, and we are in the Air Canada Centre, Toronto, for NXT TakeOver. The birthplace and proving ground for some of the greatest superstars from the Great White North. And you know what, Toronto? There's no place like home. It feels so good to be back in my hometown. And for over three decades, a host to some of the greatest moments in WWE history. There is electricity in the air, a capacity crowd at the CNE Stadium. Toronto, you guys give us all your passion, all your energy. Welcome to a global phenomenon. Oh, and now it's NXT's turn to take over Toronto. Who knew you'd be hated for being who you are and be a big target for all the insecure. Teamwork is what this country has founded on. Now we look for tag teams of the future. And the finals of that tournament will be held at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Alone in a lawless prison! Ty Dillinger is a loser. Didn't forget and you're not forget! Doesn't matter how glorious Bobby thinks he is, he's gonna get his ass kicked in Toronto. TakeOver Toronto is our last chance to be the faces of NXT. Reality check. You cannot compete with machines. Nobody is ready for Oscar. You know, it's been a long time since I stepped foot in a WWE ring, and now I'm back. You say you want real competition? Well, honey, you got it. Bring me Nakamura or hand me my championship. You want my NXT Championship? Come get it. Dan, we've had the build-up. 
we're pumped. We're here. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm ready to rumble, and I hope this lives up to all expectations. Well, it's been such a big build-up. We've seen it on the past couple of NXT updates now. Of course, it's been stretched across. Our last TakeOver event was NXT Brooklyn, and hopefully tonight, like I say, it could be better. Out of all the matches on the card, what are you looking forward to the most, Dan? I'm looking forward to the Joe versus Nakamura match, I think. There's been a lot of hostility between the two, a good bit of build-up, and hopefully it goes well. Oh, my God. And there's kicking a, off the there's show. There's a choir. Sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, Dan, but the match I'm most looking forward to, the dream match. Look at this. <laughs> What a fantastic entrance. We talk about big entrances. At Brooklyn, he came down on the uh, on plinth. plinth. And he was lowered <laughs> to the crowd, and now he's got a crowd. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Way to kick off NXT TakeOver, Dan. The main <laughs> event player on NXT. And the T-shirt you're wearing <laughs> yes. as well. It's just so appropriate. As the glorious one, Bobby Roode, makes his appearance in his hometown Bobby Roode, eh? The future of NXT is here. Glorious. What an entrance. What a way to start. Fucking unbelievable. I can't believe this is going to be a hell of a night, Dan. I've I'll just let got you a gush. Sorry, yeah. I, we talk about matches I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Ty Dillinger, Bobby Roode, man. I'm still 50. Look at this glorious entrance. Right, and going 50-50 on it, I've got the predictions. We don't need Butler service. So we've jotted down who we think's going to win. And James, I'll give you my notes. Oh, thank you, sir. And if you pass me yours, I thank there you, sir. There you go, sir. Right, I shall undo this. Glorious. I can't believe it. Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. <coughs> I'm not going to talk over this entry, so I'm going to just let it go. Um, this is fucking main event stuff, man. And this is the result I'm most looking forward to finding out from your notes. And <laughs> it is trophically. Oh, you went for Bobby Roode. Authors of Pain, DIY, Oscar and Shinsky, fucking Nakamura. <laughs> I do believe, James... James Plastic Bag Rollins. That's how I kill him. <laughs> That's how I kill him. We, uh, we've got a tie on our hands. Yeah, we've got a tie on our hands. Well, well played, sir. Well played, sir. Thanks for the point. So, um, I also get a point, though, if both me and you are correct and the authors of Pain do win, so I could get two points in total you could. from this pay-per-view. Yeah, the pay-per-view scores are so important to us on the WNR podcast And you well. can, of course, get a bonus point if you do actually ejaculate. <laughs> but my stipulation is you've got to ejaculate onto a biscuit then eat it well, whilst moaning Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger's name. Let's get the biscuits because Bobby Roode is out here now. And I, I think you've come twice already, haven't you? <laughs> I can't believe it. Ty Dillinger, Bob Roode starting off. I thought they started off with a tag team match, but it's unbelievable. He's meant to be a heel, and look at him. He's never looked better, Bobby Roode. Main event talent. This it's is crazy. The NXT takeover started big. And yeah, the predictions as well. Are his entrances, are they exciting you? Because you like a good entrance, don't you? And I, so 
NXT are doing so many things right, it's hard to have a go at them sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like every big event, big entrances, this is what it's all about, you know? Unbelievable way to start. And we've still got Nakamura Joe to come. Still got Oscar. Still got you to come. We have indeed. <laughs> but talking about predictions, I mean, we'll get on to it a bit. But I was a bit up in the air about two of the tag team ones. I didn't know which way to go. TM61 are a favourite of mine, but we'll speak about it then. As we see Corey Groves, Tom Phillips, Todd Phillips, I always forget his name, but he is on commentary as well. We are live. It doesn't get any bigger or better than this. Well, will Ty have a perfect entrance to match Bobby Roode? Can't believe it. I think I might be more excited to this than I will be for tomorrow night's Survivor Series. I don't know yet, but like you say, we see the perfect 10 coming out here and he's got, <laughs> new he's got a big fucking collar. Big entrance to Tyler, perfect 10. And we Proud talk about going along with it. Sorry, Sorry to interrupt. No, that's right. I've, I'm going to be gushing most of this match anyway. But we talk about a wrestler who started off as a real nothing on NXT, giving himself a gimmick, you know, the perfect 10, working his way towards that. And to have a match against someone like Bobby Roode on TakeOver, Dinnage has done well for himself, hasn't he, you know? Don't you think Dinnage, you know what I mean? Like, position the card. There may be some other people that could be maybe better, deserve a spot. But fair play to him, you know? Yeah, he's he's risen up there. He's <coughs> getting the popularity of the crowd behind him, which is always a good sign. Um, his wrestling still up in the air about, you know, it'd be good to see a bit more and see what he can actually deliver. And no place better to deliver than on the big stage at a main event. Yeah, I mean, with, with this one, like I say, with Ty, it's, it's an unbelievable opportunity for him. We're going to say about predictions as well. I mean, who have you gone for in this one, Dan? I have gone for Bobby Roode. Was it a difficult decision or did you think? No, it wasn't really a difficult decision. I think Bobby Roode's been given more of a push and more of a plateau. You know, he's risen down and... Yeah, no, <laughs> no. He's you been, know what I mean? He's, he's been treated as main event talent, hasn't yeah. he, you know? And it is a bit of a surprise with Ty because he's not main event, like I say, mid-card, but he is working his way through. I think they need... I don't know, it's going to be difficult if Bobby Roode does eventually go against Shinsuke Nakamura as yeah. well. Well, there's a couple of things I want to say. I've just remembered now. This is awesome chance happening right at this moment for this dream match between these two men. Uh, I've forgotten the other fucking thing now I was going to say. It was, oh yeah, the reason why I think Roode's going against Ty is because Roode is ever so popular for a hill, isn't he? Yeah. And to go against someone like you say, he's got his own fan support in Ty, I think that helps out the match where the baby face probably get booed you know if it was like Cedric Alexander or someone like that there's a real chance of just cheering rude all the time isn't there you know that makes good sense but I struggled at this one to decide who I thought would win I was tired I was rude I was tired I was rude I have gone for Bobby Rude, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ty Dillinger was to get like an upset victory you know like a quick roll up to take it to another match yeah depending on how this match goes and at the moment, they started quite strong then, haven't they? Ty started quickly, yeah, and he's eliminated glorious Bobby Roode from the Rumble. And I love their trunks as well. I mean, I'm not just looking at the asses, I promise you. Ty Dillinger in, like, bright pink. Is it hot pink? Yep, and Ty Dillinger throws Roode back in the ring, and he goes and eliminates him from the Rumble the other side this time. And we've seen Ty being ever so serious on a couple of NXT, up the last couple of NXTs. Do you think we've seen it, literally seen a different side of him tonight? Um, well, he's starting to up his game, obviously. He's getting onto bigger stages and that. And I'm still up in the air about his wrestling ability. He's certainly got the fan base behind him. He's got his own gimmick going and it's good for him. But it's, you know, it just remains to be seen if he's the total package. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. It's good that with NXT Update and what we've been watching over the past couple of years, is it now, to be able to pick a couple of guys out or pick one guy like Ty Dillinger 
and for me to see him have an opportunity against someone I like so much as Bobby Roode as well, you know? And Yeah, I don't even think the match has started properly yet, has it? Well, they're brawling on the outside now. Referee's trying to count, but it's not really working. So we see Ty Dillinger with a back body drop on Bobby Roode, where I thought Roode was taking over. And the fans, not sure, were dual chanting as well. Let's go Roode, let's go Dillinger. And of course, this all started in the Dusty Classic as well, didn't it? You know, Bobby Roode, as you famously said, being a pussy. <laughs> Quote me on that as well. <laughs> and Rude, is he, he begging him off? He's begging Ty off. Who you thought we'd see this? Rude playing the heelish tactics way. And Ty, he's all over this, isn't he? He stomped on Rude's fingers, looked like Rude was doing the 10. Oh, has he upset Rude? Oh, Ty one step ahead of Rude in this match so far. Oh, I think he's about two or three steps ahead of Rude. <laughs> Going, are we going to see a perfect 10 punches in the corner? Nine, flick the fingers, hit 10. Uh, what can I say? It's a classic already, isn't it? Between these two men, <laughs> they wow. really have. They're having a war. Means so much betrayal. Ty Dillinger wanted to be taken seriously by NXT, by management, by the wrestlers themselves. So where did Ty come from? Ty was working on the independent scene for quite a while before giving his chance in NXT. It's a guy I wouldn't think normally would get a chance because of the size of him. Well, would it have worked in the CWC then, interrupting you on that point? Uh, I think he could have done. I think the character himself, I think if the NXT, uh, the way definitely they've gone among the Raw, sorry, fucking spit my words out, the way they've gone on Raw with the Crusade division, someone like Ty Dillinger as champion would have worked a lot better than a TJ Perkins, wouldn't he, at this point in time, because of the way they want their wrestling, you know, it's not being Cruiserweight style, really, on Raw. Yeah, but, per- uh, but Dillinger also being a face, wouldn't he have got screwed over by Kendrick also? Possibly, well, he probably pro- would have taken a similar route as Perkins and then got screwed over by uh, Kendrick. But there's no way saying that Perkins, because of the way he was, that's the reason they put it on Kendrick. Do you know what I mean? He could have just... The popularity. Yeah, the normal getting. defense of it against Kendrick might have been a bit differently. As we see, Bobby Roode now taking over on the outside. And as you say, uh, <coughs> Bobby Roode's a hometown guy and he's a hometown hill. We saw how that worked out for Lesnar versus Goldberg in... Lesnar's hometown. Yeah, exactly. Luckily for Ty, he's Canadian as well, so at least he's got that going for him. He's right across the apron on Dillinger's neck. Could be seriously injured. Rude always knows how to target a body part. We we do know how good Bobby Rude is. Like we say, where does he come from? Dan, what's his bit of history? Um, he come through from NXT, uh, NXT TNA. He did. Uh, he's really well known on the TNA scene. I think he's won the TNA Championship. And, you know, multiple other accolades. Beer Money Inc. with That's James Storm. Beer Money, yep. And, like I say, the longest reigning TNA champion in history, as Bobby Roode is. He's come over here, getting a chance at XT, and he does look like a star. What are keys for victory for each man, then? Well, keys for victory, I think, for Ty, he's got to keep this game fast. He can't let it slow down like it is now. You know, Roode slowed it down. It's to his advantage. Ty as well needs to surprise Rude, maybe catch you with a surprise pin to get it. I don't think he can beat him. Do you know what I mean? Just or not straight up as such, but he just needs to maybe surprise Rude and get a pin like that. For Bobby Rude, what does he need to do to win this match? Um, dominate him, keep Ty down. Uh, you know, not able to get the momentum of the fans because Rude is just absorbing all the energy from the fans and just delivering it to Ty. Yeah, I <coughs> think that's right. And Rude at the moment. Just uh, smirking in the middle of the ring. He's not smoking, he's just there posing. Glorious by Rude. Oh, and a kick out there. Oh. <laughs> you nearly forgot the noise then, didn't you? Well, I didn't expect you to come straight in with a kick <laughs> out. Rude. No one ever expects me to come with a straight <laughs> kick out. And Rude 
Can't keep tied down. Of course, Bobby Roode beat the 311 boy, CN, at the last TakeOver event, didn't he, Dan? He did indeed. <laughs> he did. That was when CN was a face. I dare him to challenge him as a heel. Well, times have changed and Roode is in complete control of this match. Uh, two victories at TakeOver events as it goes. He will be in line for a title shot, be it Joe, nay, be it Nakamura, Dan. What are you saying? Uh, well, I think he'd probably be more suited to go against Nakamura with, you know, his heelish side. Um, I'm not sure about how he'd go about a match against Joe, if Joe was to win. No, I think he'd probably be more suited going against the face. But it'd be interesting to see, you know, Rude likes to fight a beaten man, if you know what I'm trying to say to you. I don't think that a straight-up fight against anybody Rude would be much good all the way he's playing it in NXT at the moment. And he's got the punches in the corner. Oh, an atomic drop. That's a classic manoeuvre. You don't see that often. You don't. <laughs> really selling it well. And can tie now with the fans by his side. Get back in it. Perfect 10. Fans are certainly behind him. And he's starting to build up a bit of momentum. Come on, tie. Shots to the bread basket. Come on, you've got this now. Take down Rude. Oh. Shawn Michaels-esque by Ty Dillinger. Close line, close line. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Big knee and clothesline. What's Ty going to do next with a boot? I'm doing 10 at the moment if nobody knows. Oh, are we going to see what Ty does? This is towards his signature now. 10 perfect kicks. Yeah, stomping the mud hole in him. Stomping the mud hole in him and walking it dry. And he's going to look now for the tiebreaker. I just said that. Rude's in trouble, but... Oh, intelligently rolls to the outside, separating him. Oh, that's very clever by Bobby Rude. And Rude doesn't want any of it, but Ty chasing him out. Rude is a chicken shit at the moment, isn't he? Rude is a right heel oh. pussy, but a big spine breaker a la Triple H. Well, maybe that's what Rude wanted, distracting Ty, trying to stop his momentum. Like you say, with the spine buster, could only get two. Two. And Rude places Ty Dillinger on the top rope, but Ty fighting off. What do you think Rude's got planned here? Well, he's certainly teeing him up for a superplex and it won't go down well for Ty. Big superplex there and Ty felt all of that. This could be all over. That will be it, will it? Two. Oh. Kick out. Oh. Uh, and Rude couldn't keep Ty down and Ty showing the heart determination after a big superplex like that. Oh, fucking hell. There was some whip on that as well. A long way across the ring they went. And this is all chant. It has been a fantastic match. I told you it would be a good match, Dan. You told me you would come. <laughs> and Rude now mocking Ty. The perfect tenor exposing the knee. This is like when Rock hit Austin with a stunner. We're going to see Rude hitting Ty with a finisher. You seriously comparing <laughs> this to the fucking Rock and Austin? Oh, Rude's got him up. No. Oh, Dillinger manages to f- fight out. Oh, who's got the ropes? Oh! Roll up by Rude. The referee had it. He saw it. He counted three, but yeah, the referee saw Bobby Rude cheating. He counted to three, but he didn't call for the bell. Ah, that's the vital thing. Oh, Ty! Two! Oh! That's what I saw in my dream. (laughs) Super kick by Ty! He's going to beat Rude! Oh, and a kick out by Rude. Fuck me up the arse with a pineapple. (laughs) That was close. This is what it's all about. Ty Dillinger, Bobby Roode, giving it everything they've got. This is certainly warming the fans up. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't care if it's 20 past one in the morning. And a massive NXT chant as both men trying to get in their feet. But Ty 
just at half a second away there, wasn't he? He was. He was close to Steve. Fucking hell. That was one of my keys to victory, so, you know. It was. He's certainly listening to you. <laughs> and time rude. Getting up. Who's going to be first to react? Oh, they discover each other's up by bumping back to back. Very clever. And now exchanging punches. I can't watch this. This is horrible. Ty's got the advantage. Rude's got the advantage. <laughs> Slugging it out, these two superstars. And Rude's starting to get the advantage. <laughs> but that's just psyched tie up and he's delivering a load of floor arms. <laughs> Fucking hell. Calling Rude out. Oh no. Tiebreaker. Rude reversed. Fucking hell. Went for the inverted DDT. Turned through though in the pin. And now Ty. Oh. Locked in. A shout out to Bret Hart. Well, shout out to the whole of Canada. Oh, the sh- yeah. <laughs> that's rude. In trouble. Is he going to tap out? What an apt way to lose. He's getting that rope. Can t- oh. oh, he breaks up the <laughs> submission attempt there by Ty. Absolutely crazy. Ty Dillinger can't believe it, but he's got to have something in store for Rude. Oh, Rude ties him up in a small package. Ty rolls through. Oh, <laughs> both men getting a close two count each. Fucking hell. Oh, Ty went for Rude, but Rude moved out of the way and Ty hit the turnbuckle. And then Rude throws him into the opposite corner. Well, ring post that time for Ty, and now is it inverted DDT time? Rude hits it. Is this it? Oh, it is. And, you know, you you went with your head or your heart or your penis. I don't know which part of your body you went with, but Rude won. Rude won. Take nothing away from Ty. What a fantastic way to start his takeover. Dan, what did you think of the match? That was a very good match. Um... I thought Ty was slightly better than Bobby in this match, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, Ty, of course, that moment where Rude was hitting him with the forearms and he responded and said, come on, come at me. You know, we saw a different side to Ty. He, he so close to beating Rude as well. I mean, we see it in the replays here. This is when Rude tried to cheat. But Ty Dillinger, I mean, fantastic. Can you see a future for Ty Dillinger in NXT? Yeah, definitely. I think he's takes. I'm not sure if he's got all of it to get the NXT Championship, though. Well, I mean, a baby, you know, the unlikely babyface, it might work the underdog. You never know with Ty. But like you say, he, he's he's made an impression tonight and he deserves his spot on the card, doesn't he? You know, against Bobby Roode. He does, definitely. Uh, you can't take it away from him. But Bobby Roode, he, I don't know, outdone him in the end, didn't he? He did. I mean... But, I mean, what a great match. This is where I think I thought it could be if both men given a chance and, you know. Ty getting the cheeky win, but it didn't turn out that way for Ty. And Rude got the glorious victory he with did. a glorious entrance. He did, the glorious entrance. And, I mean, the only thing next for Bobby Rude must be NXT title, you know. I mean. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens after tonight. Yeah. And back to the score, and that starts us off at one apiece, James. As that victory losses, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's unbelievable. And Bobby Roode leaving. And like you say, yeah, one each. Bobby Roode leaving now after this victory. Ty did it just standing up and look at this. Perfect 10, getting a perfect 10 reaction down, isn't he? And he's apologising to the crowd, but he's got nothing to apologise for. He wrestled a great match. It's not one of the greatest matches on NXT pay-per-view I've seen. What is what this match? Say? It hasn't been, you know, you know, like the matches we've seen, the Bailey um, Banks match. It's not good. It's not up there with that. Yeah, no, it's not. Of course, it is. 
No. Time Rude have just had the best open match NXT has ever had. And Ty Dillinger is a star that has been born tonight as well and will continue on. We've seen that. And Bobby Rude, his next step is the title. He can't go any higher up, you know? This is the future of NXT right now. And they've delivered massively for me. You know, Ty Dillinger, Bobby Rude, well done, lads. Because, you know, the police should be called because they just stole the show, all right? That's what I'm saying. I feel it could have been better. Yeah. Well, for me, match of the year. <laughs> that's my match. Nay, greatest match <laughs> ever, period. Do you know how good it is? It's my favourite WrestleMania match, even though <laughs> Wow, what way to start? I can't believe it. It was a great way to start, but it wasn't a great match. It was a good match. Oh, I'm not going to argue with you, Dan. I'm not going to argue with you. I didn't have a go at you when it's Randy Orton versus Dean Ambrose. Like that, so don't you have nothing a to me. have a go about because you had a hard on just like me. No, let's, let's, let's just continue this. And what way to start? We see backstage Oscar get ready for a big match tonight. Going against Mickey James. Unbelievable. And Oscar, of course, undefeated in a year. Nothing in NXT comes close. And that's why they've had to go to Mickey James on the outside. That is indeed, from, yeah. And what's the next match? The Authors of Pain against TM61, and there's two points available for me in this match. <laughs> and this is the match you'll most look forward to, I suppose. <laughs> well, you know. Well, a pay-per-view point, and it all started with the start of the Dusty Road final, and let's take a look at a little promo about it. A year ago, our industry lost a legend. An NXT founding father and a true friend, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And in honor of the dream, we created the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. Something that I know Dusty would have been very proud of. And it was so successful, we've decided to do it again this year. 16 teams, a single elimination tournament. And the finals of that tournament will be held at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Tonight, we pay homage to the American dream. Tonight, we kick off the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. TM61 knocking off some athletes here in the first round. Shatter Machine. The Revival's moving on. No Way Jose and Rich Swan. Hashtag DIY. Aries and Strong are moving on. Oh, oh my God. Rolf and Fulton. The D-bar is in. Perkins and Ibushi advance. The authors of pain moving on to the next round of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. The field narrowed down to the remaining four teams, all in the running to take home the Dusty Cup. It is all about which teams are going to advance to the finals. TM61 won it! Bang! The Authors of Pain march to the finals. And now we look for tag teams of the future. At NXT TakeOver, TM61 will face off with the undefeated Authors of Pain. Which team will etch their names in history as the winners of the coveted Dusty Cup? And now the picture is clear. I don't see anybody beating these guys. The puzzle is complete. It is the Authors of Pain. Oh my God! Wait a minute, what's Ellering doing? Not only is Paul Ellering a genius, he's his own team's insurance policy. Paul, I will not have this tag team tournament 
tarnished in any way. I'm going to suspend you in a shark cage above the ring. The shark cage, remember the last battle of Atlanta? And you were there in the cage. Nobody knows how to guide monsters like Paul Ellering. They may be the authors of pain. Shane and I, we write the ending. Whoa! They will not advance at the expense of the authors of pain. We are the team to win this Dustin Rhodes Classic because we are the mighty and the mighty don't kneel. Right, so TM6 won. First off, they beat Sabatelli and Moss in the first round, Dan. In round two, they beat Roderick Strong in a singles match, that was. Shane Fawn winning that one. Of course, in the semi-finals, they beat Sanity. How can we forget? Leading to Authors of Pain in the final. And Authors of Pain, well, they were more dominant, weren't they? Your number one pick. Are indeed managed by the one legend that is Paul Ellering. <coughs> they beat the Bollywood Boys, and then they went on to beat no way Jose and Rich Swan. Then they went on to dominate Gagano and Ciampa in, you know, the team that you thought was going to win it, but they got beat by the team that I think well, is going to win if it. If it wasn't for the revival getting involved in the match, then, of course, DIY would be in a dusty final anyway. Paul Ellering in the past couple of matches, and it's not fair, and that's why Ellering is going in a cage above the ring as well. What? You didn't say this. It was all in a promo, we know. Old school because he keeps interfering and TM61 tonight could stand a really good chance of getting there. The surprise package, I suppose. The Orphans Payne undefeated since being in NXT as well. And like I said, two points on the line, pay-per-view points. At the moment, the score of pay-per-view points. Well, I'm guaranteed one. This just adds to my guaranteed one. The only guaranteed one which is guaranteed one with me, so it's yeah, make sure it's null and void. Overall on pay-per-view points, I'm on 12. You're on five. So another two points tonight, Dan. You're getting close with a few paper, um, two in December pay-per-view events. Of course, two points tomorrow night to decide at Survivor Series. And we see the Authors of Pain coming out, Paul Ellering. I mean, you went for the Authors of Pain. What is it you like about the AOP? Um, it's just that they're both a dominating force. You know, it's not often you get two big guys as a tag team. It reminds me slightly of LOD, but just a more silent and strong type which is probably more fitting for today's crowd and being managed by Paul Ellering it just it's the cherry on top of the sweet cream cake that is the Authors of Pain <coughs> uh, that's, that's good I mean like I say Authors of Pain obviously be in position to be killer threats got the size and everything like that will make him popular in the WWE as well especially being managed by Paul Ellering I, I agree with you there it would be interesting to see how they go on in this match and basically what their future is as well. And I like to say two big guys. Do you think the Dusty Classic has meaning? Do you think it's meant something this year? I don't know. I think last year it took away quite a bit of its integrity, you know, like how it was won and then just completely not mentioned again after it was won. Yeah, yeah, with um, Balor and Joe beating... Balor and Joe winning last year, yeah. But, like, you know, unlike how Baron Corbin always still introduces himself <laughs> as... The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, we talk about a lot of changes in NXT over the past, you know, couple of months. And like we see, we see Authors of Pain and TM61 competing next to TakeOver. Maybe two teams that we maybe thought, maybe we thought wouldn't be there. You know, a bit like Tide Energy as well, but I suppose it's time. I mean, TM61, do you think they deserve their chance in the Dusty Classic? Do you think they've done, you know, enough to have their, to be this high in NXT? Yeah, they're certainly 
performing well. I think it was it was a toss up between TM61 and hashtag DIY for the popularity vote in the tournament. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's why because I went DIY. I mean, obviously now it's a mistake. That and uh, and also rude and diligent. I think that was another big mistake. But anyway, yeah. I thought the face teams, like we say, getting here. Uh, but you know, Team Six One probably deserve it. Prediction wise, Dan, obviously, there's only one team for you here, isn't there? There is indeed, yes, and that is Authors of Pain. Even though Paul Ellering's going to be above the ring in a cage, I s- still think the Authors of Pain have got what it takes to beat. TM61. Yeah, you don't think that's going to take anything away from off the no. pay, no. They're still a dominating force, I think. As I say, Paul Ellering just adds to the dominating force. Yeah, well, I do think a Babyface team will win tonight, but I'm, I'm betting on DOI beating the Revival. I don't think TM61 will get the job done. I think with Renamin above the cage, this will prove maybe Offers of Pain can get the job done without him. But then again, you never know. Like we said with a tie match, a, a Sneaky bow face weird. I mean, what's the victories in this for both teams, Dan? Whilst I get a drink. Um, the keys to victory for TM61, I think, is to keep their distance from them and the Revival. Try not to get trapped in their corner. It's helping out a lot that Ellering is above the cage and, uh, you know, is above in a cage and not able to interfere. And just keep it high. Keep the moves fast and quick tags. And with Authors of Pain, cut them off. Keep them in your corner. Quick tags in. Just use your force and dominate them. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Dan, what you say with the keys to victory. As we see a calm and Nick Miller starting off. I think this is the match most likely to get a lot of silence between the crowd. I think, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, no, it's completely fair. Um, it depends how exciting Tim 6-1 can be and if they can, you know, at least put in a good performance against the big guys. Mm. Oh, my word. That was Nick Miller there with Suicide Dive. One of the authors of pain, and now Shane Thorne's a bit of trouble. Was a betting on trying to hit that cage with one of the uh, TM61 members, do you think? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not too sure on that massive structure that's standing next to the ring, to be honest. And as I say that, <laughs> either Akeem or Azara's got Nick Thorne. Yeah, he's got him up. And you see the big crane there, very reminiscent of like TNA with the uh, had with the structure. Or, of course, old style with like the um, uh, scaffolding matches that used to have in tag teams. And Shane Thorne... Up on the scaffold. And he goes flying with a sense on. And you say this match is going to be quiet. And the fans ain't going to know what to do. But that's a high spot. Well, I, I, I hold my head in shame there. Fair play to him. They need to get the fans on board. And what a high-risk move. And maybe it's a buy shame for there. But impressive nonetheless. Yep. And can they pull out a shock, vic- shock victory that neither of us predicted well it would be a huge upset and like we say the, the thing with predictions well as we see the replay of that is we're getting so close now to not thinking like each other but do you know what I mean that kind of thing of if you look back the past four events five events I would say we've gone the same four times we're starting to yeah read into it sensibly I think you know doing it a lot is Making us wiser to it, should we Yeah, say? you do it with your head than your heart. I mean, the, the score 12 to 5, you know, overall predictions might seem a bit, you know, like I've got a huge lead. But if you look back on that, there's maybe one match that we both went, you know what I mean? You went differently. Probably for you, it'd be an Orton or Dean Ambrose match. You know, for me, it, <laughs> that, that, that's probably what's got you this year, you know. It has, you know, head or heart and, yeah, sometimes... Well, and, and don't forget you won, the, over. you won a 2015 prediction in a list, so you already have one award for that. It would just be me equaling you this year anyway. But like we say, with four pay-per-view points on the line this weekend, two more points in uh, 
December. Of course, we'll find something else before the end of the year, probably, to have one last fight on. But the Dusty Classic, I think it's been enjoyable for that. Like the CWC that we've been missing, it's been a competition at least we can follow and have brackets for as well, you know? It has, yeah, you know. It is interesting that we can find anything in WWE and NXT to bet on. Which doesn't make us gamblers because there's nothing of value on the line. No, there's no, there's no money. It's which just, I think we should change next year, but yeah. we'll get into that. Well, it's not money, it's just pride at the moment. So it we'll see. It'll soon be a money or it'll be an item of the other person's choice. Or yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that. We'll go back to that. And since TM61 are diving off the top of the cage, that's, what? What one member did, and it wasn't a cage, it was a scaffold. Well, after that big thing forward, Officer Payne have taken over this match completely. Where I've started to completely dominate TM61 and, you know, Paul Ellering's up there in the cage shouting out instructions. I just think the only difference is, is he can't join in and beat him down, but by the looks of it, he doesn't need to be there anyway. Well, they're giving him directions and wearing him down. Does it worry you a little bit or do you think this is the way you thought the match would go? You know, Officer Payne in control so much, maybe, you know, TM61. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it could go... The other way, it could be, you know, a hot tag in, a little bit of a work down and then slow him down, maybe another hot double tag. And, you know, there's multiple ways it can go. And it's just starting off to a slow burn. I mean, there's been a high spot already and it's now just been since that offers of pain taking over and dominating as they do and as they have done throughout the whole time. Yeah. It's going to be difficult to go with two tag team matches, especially with the... Revival DIY being two out of three falls. You know that's going to be a bit of a longer match. I think the Office Pain and TM61 will have a good match, but maybe, do you know what I mean, not have the same type of tag team match later on tonight. I really want it to be a kind of all-out brawl later on, where this one could be a more scientific, you know, looking for the hot tag, as he was then, but got stopped. And the Office Pain are big men. Razor couldn't catch four, and he tags in Miller. And Miller's going crazy. I mean, he's slamming and clotheslining and they think that moves. Oh, I didn't think he had the strength, did you? Fucking oh, hell. fucking lovely suplex there. Uh, taking out Razor. Oh. Taking out uh, Calm as well. And fair play Nick Miller. He's going to get a hot tag in. He's gone a bit crazy here. <laughs> oh, big forearm. Well, the mighty don't kneel as we're seeing here. Another big forearm. Hits Razar and he's a legal man. Oh, Ellering can't do anything but watch on. <laughs> Oh, a Miller with a moonsault off the top. And that was, oh, I'd say that was a beauty there. Razar managing to kick out oh. and Akeem in there to try and save him. But in comes Fawn and both men are working on their own author of pain in the corner. <laughs> and they was hoping to powerbomb them into each other. But they both reversed it into Hurricane Rana's and a meeting of the minds there for Akeem and Razar. Yeah, Miller tags in four now and TM61. Looking... Starting to get a bit of heat. Oh, can they hit Thunder Valley? Oh, and they do and that's it. Oh, oh Akeem coming in to save his brother. <laughs> and just, I thought I was over for a second. I did as well. Close two count. Oh, Miller dies to the outside. Fawn following him with a senton takes out his partner as well. But was that the best idea? Fresh. Awful pain in the ring. And Ellery now, what's he throwing out? Oh, he's dropping the chain and the referee's distracted by three men on the outside. This could be 
The change of things. Oh, come on. With the fucking... Change, the Paul Ellerman's not meant to be a factor in this match. Have we got anyone in the back who can say, oh, yeah, he just brought a chain <coughs> down? It's why they have a manager, James. <laughs> and Shane Fawn getting up. Oh. Oh, my God. Missing with the chain, and it goes into the fans. Sunset flip over the top and a roll up and a close two count there from Fawn. Two. Oh, the pain nearly caught out then. Uh-oh. That one-handed spine bust. Oh, my God. Tags in a calm. Oh. oh. Kicks Miller down. Here we Side go. Side rushing leg sweep and a big close on there for the authors of pain. And this is over. Three. And ding, ding, ding. Unbelievably, after that, Dan has now predicted, before any match took place, the winner of the CWC and the Dusty Tag Classic this year. That is a fucking hell of an I achievement. I am a tournament predictor. <laughs> And like you say, you get an extra bonus pay-per-view points. Now you're up to six, Dan. You are only six away from me. And it's been my number one pick that wins it as well. Yeah, and that's strange. It's not been my number two. It's not been my Iceland or my heart pick. If you had no other picks apart from that one, they would do it. And the author pain do win. Dan, what did you think of that match? Um, I thought it was quite good, you know. It offered the authors of pain a chance to... Win by cheating, but they missed and proved they can still win clean, even though they did attempt to go dirty. Uh, it doesn't take too much away from to up a brilliant fight and definitely worthy future tag team title contenders. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, great effort from TM61 as well. We see the big bump earlier. They they tried their best, but the author pain proved tonight they didn't need Paul Ellering, did they? Exactly that, yeah. I know he... Still came to assistance, but, you know, it worked out well. A convincing victory pain. Yeah, it was, wasn't it, in the end. Uh, TM61 gave the best shot, but like I say, also playing too strong. And I would worry for whoever is the next tag team champions. I tell you, the way things are going, though, Dan, we, we have seen it. And, you know, we don't want to call it too much. But the way Rude's victory earlier, uh, going with Nakamura retaining, and all for the authors of pain winning... Next in line, you know, DIY, hopefully for the rival going up. But, of course, that will be later on tonight we speak about. You know, I mean, just imagine a rival get promoted to Raw and be able to beat the New Day for the tag team titles, you know, or something like that to happen. That that would be, you know... Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're talking about fantasy booking here as we see Triple H and William Regal in the ring with Paul Ellering and the winners of the 2016 Dusty Rose Tag Classic, Dan's number one pick, the Authors of Pain. So, in two matches, Dan's got two points, and uh, i seen uh, the best match of all time. In your opinion. What a first hour it's been. And we see the Dusty Classics. There we go. Ballo and Joe, now the authors of pain. Right, Dan. Oh, look, there's um, Gold Dust as well, Dusty Reynolds. Predict the 2017 Dusty Tag Classic. No, do the Rumble. You've got to do the Rumble as well. Anything else about this Dusty Classic? How has it gone, you know? Um, well, it's... It's different from next, uh, from last year, sorry. I think uh, the Authors of Pain are going to use this to try and progress forward with it. Uh, potentially a match against DIY. Yeah, exactly. If yeah, they yeah. do win, you know, I don't think it'll work too well with the Revival, them both being heels. But again, you know, if the Revival do retain, it could be TM61 to challenge them. You know, there's a multitude of ways it could go. Yeah, I mean, Authors of Pain could be used as someone, you know, I know they're element heavies, but, you know, beating down Matt Nakamura or something like that, you could see maybe in the future. And we see Team D- Hashtag 
DIY backstage Gagano Chumper really on a roll at the moment as well. I know they had the loss in the semi-finals of the Dusty Classic, but apart from that, I think the revival are running scared tonight. It'll be interesting to see. They're running heelishly scared. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so next up, talk about tag teams. It is hashtag DIY going against the revival for the NXT tag titles in a two out of three falls match. Let's have a look at the promo. Champlain Gorgano, DIY, will they walk away as NXT Tag Team Champions? I hate to be the bearer of bad news for Gargano and Champa. They're stepping into the ring tonight with possibly the greatest tag team on the planet Earth. It's going to be the prelude of the end here. This doesn't look good for Dash and Dawson. Are we have no champs? No. The referee saw the foot on the bottom rope. Chop block. The Barclays set a title will on Johnny Gargano and Johnny tapping out. The Revival are still champions. There were a lot of DIY fans that night. A lot of people hoping, wishing, praying that we'd finally get our moment. And I cost us that. When we came here, our goal was to win the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and that's exactly what we are going to do. And hashtag DIY is moving on. Guess what we're going to have in the second round? What's going on? I've suffered a severe knee injury. We are saving you two the embarrassment of once again losing to the revival, so you're welcome. DIY advanced due to a forfeit. Champa Gargano should have advanced to the finals right there. Ellering's on the apron. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Oh, top guys. The Revival just took out Johnny Gargano. DIY is eliminated all thanks to Dash and Dawson. The Revival wants to avoid the inevitable. We are going to get our hands on the Revival one way or another. This just announced NXT TakeOver Toronto, DIY, The Revival, the NXT Tag Team Championship, two out of three falls. They came this close to beating us, so does everyone else. We are the absolute best tag team on this planet. I just know how we felt mm -hmm. after Brooklyn. Yeah. That's a feeling that doesn't go away. Get it, forget, and you're not forgiven! NXT Tag Team Champions. No one can ever take that away from us. We lose again. Who are we? What was this for? You're human beings. We're machines. Reality check. We cannot compete with machines. TakeOver Toronto is our last chance to be the faces of NXT. We are the revival. We are tag team wrestling. And every time we step in the ring, Toronto takeover, same exact thing. Top guys. Top guys. Out. Out. So, Dan, we've seen the promo and the build-up for the DIY versus revival. What, what's you thinking of this match? 
Well, the match was rightly made because the Revival screwed DIY out of their shot at the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic and William Regal thought, well, sod this, if they're going to play like that, shake things up and give them a two out of three falls match. Do you think it's the right match for this kind of rivalry? I think it's perfect. I think we see Gagano Chumper. At first, we were a bit sceptical because they're not a proper tag team. You know, they come in as single wrestlers. But they've, they've really worked together well and they've really built up a thing with the Revival. For me, they stole the show at LXT Brooklyn as well with these two men. I think with tag teams, you can improve on it. And a two out of three falls is something that can make a tag team match even better, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? The way they can do it. Yeah, and, you know, it's they had great matches. Well, you know, they had a great match against each other at the CWC Classic. Um, and Chomper, Gagano, went on to have a great match. Well, yeah, I mean, and it, it worked really well as a team, surprisingly. But you talk about good tag teams, Revival. And we, we talk about me, you know, I've been gushing over time, Bobby Roode earlier. But the Revival is a team that you've been backing for a very long time, even before they became tag team champions, really, wasn't it? You know? It was, yeah. You know, I, I admired their wrestling style. I think they've they've taken the heel route really on board now. You know, they're, they're starting to play the heelish back-away tactics. They're an old-school heel tag team. You know, it's... Yeah. They've kept their old-school style, just... They've gone the hill route and it is working for them and I think they're playing it off really well. Yeah, and they've done so much in NXT as well and you look at you know their feud with American Alpha uh, and, and on the winning side of that as well and they have beaten most tag teams in NXT. I mean, what is left for the revival, you know? That is it indeed. I think it's you know a push-up to the big leagues is imminent for the two of them and yeah, I, I hope it is sometime soon. Yeah, we talk about prediction-wise, I think I've gone for... Uh, Team DIY, this think revival do deserve a push up, but I really like the the DIY. Anyway, I'll talk about it in a second. I mean, who have you gone for in this big title match? Um, I have also gone for hashtag DIY. I think the time is ripe for them to, you know, establish themselves as a tag team, and you know, win the tag team gold. I think they deserve it. They've been on the correct path getting here. You know, starting off as two singles wrestlers and coming together as a tag team as you said and yeah you know they work really well together and if any team are gonna take the revival down it you know more fitting team than diy yeah i mean i know we've seen the dusty classic as well with the teams involved but that's why diy were one of my favorites because i think they deserve this opportunity and like you say they're in a role at the moment the tag team titles will do them good you know and it's two guys will make nxt with Babyface, you know, be more popular with the fans, unlike Revival, so there's a different kind of chemistry in the title matches coming up now as well. But I, I think this will be a great match as well. I don't think we've been disappointed so far in what we've seen, and I think this one could really go a long way, you know. Both teams, like I say, are, are great. And we see the early going as well. We've got Scott Dawson in there with Johnny Gagano. Of course, Gagano wrestled on the independent scene. And I saw a thing the other day about a fan who wrote an article about him, said he followed Gagano, got him into independent wrestling. Uh, and that's what's the interesting thing, that, you know, independent wrestlers as Gagano and Chumper were. And, and it's nice if when we go see British wrestling, we see a wrestler and then we can follow them, you know, as they go along. Like Will Ospreay, who's just won the Ring of Honor TV title, who we see numerous of times in yeah. Ball and stuff like this, you know, <coughs> to have success. Maybe one day make it into the WWE as they have. You know, it would be a great honour. You know, we've wrestlers that we've met and shook hands with in person probably got some pictures stored away on our twitter account somewhere um you know it is good to see 
wrestlers we've seen on the small time make it to the big time, yeah. you know, fulfil their ambitions and achieve their dreams. And, and, and I think that's the important thing about the podcast as well, is, is that it's our love of wrestling that makes us do it. Yes, the WWE are the biggest show in town, you know, WWE Network as well, but it gives us an opportunity to look at other promotions throughout the time as we do other companies and also the independence of what we go and see is important because you can follow it through uh, and just to support wrestling basically as well do you know what i mean yeah and you know as you say you never know you might come across a pearl of a wrestler who one day will make it there and you know you'll establish a personal connection with that wrestler because you've seen them live you've met them up close and personal and yeah, yeah, you know, it just just makes it more real. Yeah, exactly, and that's what it's all about. It's just the love for wrestling and just, you know, wanting to watch it no matter what. As we see in the early going, uh, Dawson trying to wear down Chumper. But what are the keys to victory for both teams? I mean, for the Revival, what do they need to do to um, retain titles? The Revival, they just need to do what they do, come in, cut the ring off, you know, quick tags in and out, just wear one man down, not let him get the tag, and, yeah, eventually go for... Your tag team finisher and lights out. Yeah, I mean, the Shack Machine is one of the most devastating tag finishers in the game. Revival have retained the titles many a time with that. I think Revival's all cutting off the ring, like we say, and, and just trying to make Chumper or Gagano, you know, not be able to make the tag, and the hot tag, as it were. What about Gagano Chumper? What do they need to do? Um, They need to get some distance because they are smaller guys. They're, you know, they can wrestle at Cruiserweight if needed. Um, You know, they need to separate themselves, get some high-flying manoeuvres going in, try and work as a pair, and just try and work one of the bigger guys down. Yeah, and this is the problem with Revival, such a good tag team as we've seen here in the early going. The double-team moves that they do, imagine to stop a, a team gaining momentum as they were. Like I said, when Chomp and Garner get going, they're exciting as, as any other tag team I've seen in a long time with their offence. They remind me of a Hardys. Yeah, they've got that kind of reckless uh, ability about them, you know. And they've got big hearts as well. Yeah, as as we've seen, you know, fighting against each other, as Chomper manages to push away, not Scott Dawson, Dash Wilder away and get attacked to Gagano. Oh, and Gagano, he's a lovely belly-to-belly toss there. He's coming and he's on fire. Big chops delivered to Dash and Dawson and a bulldog <laughs> takedown there and... You don't need two men to deliver a move to two men if you're going like that. And Gagano with a close two count. Two. Gagano going for Wilder in the corner, but Dawson gets a blind tag in. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. Gagano went for the spear, but got caught with a shat machine. And get the first count quickly. And you said it's going to be a long match and a couple of quick falls, but that was quite a relatively quick pinfall there for the revival. Do you think it's going to be a shock upset and they're going to get another victory? I mean... One more pinfall away and they retain. Well, we've, we've talked about this. I mean, we wouldn't finish 2-1. That's the, the score you've gone to. You know, same with me. If it could be too straight the Revival, I mean, a shocking straight away. Now, like you say, Gagana Chomper, how long has it been since Revival lost one fall, let alone two falls? You know, it's going to be a difficult task. But well, that's it. Yeah, it, you know, the ball is completely in the Revival's court. They hit their finisher quickly, managed to isolate Gagano. Hit it, took it away. Hit it again quickly. Well, the game plan worked. And like you say, trying to separate Gagano, but he's going to try and roll them up, trying to equal it straight away. And that's a Gagano's chumper's best chance again. They're trying to get a fall in the next like five minutes or so. They've got to get a quick reply. Otherwise, the revival are just going to carry on. And I think Gagano definitely needs to tag in chumper. 
But the thing I like about Gagano as well, we talk about people that can sell. I think Gagano's one of them, he sells quite well. It does look like he's getting the shit kicked out of him, doesn't he, you know? He's got that yeah, size back definitely. where he's yeah. just small enough, you know? But he's small enough to make you feel sorry. <laughs> yeah. And Dawson's making Gagano feel sorry now. He's got to go for the suplex, but kick out. Uh-huh. And the Revival come here and... You know, I talk about it in recent weeks, costing uh, DIY the chance of Dusty Classic really annoyed me, you know, and going out the Dusty Classic. Do you think it was a good decision for the Revival to skip the Dusty Classic overall, Dan? I think it was in some retrospect, you know, they don't want to take anything away from the Revival, so they protected them in that way. And it does add light to their hillside as well. Yeah, no, that's true. And the way they interfered with the DIY's match and cost them a potential shot at winning the Dusty Rose Classic, you know, it just adds more fire, you know, more fuel to the fire. Yeah, exactly. And like you say, it makes it more emotional, personal even as it is. And we see Dasha Dawson just clubbing away on Kagana in the corner and then just double teaming as well. It's just so quick, and, and it's flawless. You know, we talk about tag teams. I don't think we've had a, a proper team like this in a very long time as well. You talk about teams thinking as one. You know, I go back to, like, the Dudleys or, like, Legion of Doom or, or tag teams like this. I couldn't see Dawson or Wilder going as singles, you know. Do you think these two matches should have been switched? They was on the bounce, do you think? They're in the right order, or do you think, you know, the women's match after this, then the main event? Well, we we talked about it for the show, didn't we? We... Uh, we thought a tag team match should start off because you don't really want two tag team matches in a row. Uh, but then again, if you wanted with Rude and Ty first, then like I say, put a women's title match, put the women's title match in between. But I think the thing about NXT they do well is they have like the three t- title matches as their three main events, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? There is no filler yeah. match, there is no break. There is, you know, ta- you've got tag team titles now, we know we've got the women's title next and then the NXT championship on the line. It's going to be non-stop. Do you think that's better than having like a filler match as they do in Survivor Series? Um, I, I do actually, yeah, because, you know, it, but there's not really been a filler match. Do you prefer, do you prefer the filler matches on Survivor Like, I think if it's, you know, the quality that we've seen all night tonight and it is repeated throughout all of the NXT main events, no match is a filler match. Every match has some significance to it. You know, there's yeah. a personal feel to it. There's a title feel to it. There's a trophy to it you know yeah, no, I, yeah. I think you're right and Gagano there getting stopped by Dash and Dawson making a tag like an American football defence but Gagano then got the spinning boulder and now can he get the hot tag oh but Dash has crawled under the ring and managed to try and get Chomper's leg but Gagano still manages to make the tag but the referee's back was turned oh. and the tag doesn't count because it wasn't seen and Dash and Dawson <laughs> drag Gagano to their corner and just pound on him. Uh, Chomper trying to get in to try to help. He's making things worse at the moment behind the referee's back. Was that a heart attack I see? A oh, heart attack oh. and it was nearly 2-0 and the victory there to the revival, but a kick out by Gagano. Ah, and Chomper Gagano, DOI, staying in this barely, aren't they? They are just by the skin of their teeth. I'll tell you something, if this was a boxing match, referee might stop this on, by a stoppage now. But it ain't. It's NXT TakeOver. And Gagano kind of hell of a pounder. <laughs> yes. I just hope he doesn't get the tag out and then he's fine like five seconds later. <laughs> well, he gets the tag out and then both men come yeah. in and he fights one-on-one with one of them. Well, Gagano's in a precarious position. Dash has got him up on the second rope. 
Oh, but he manages to spin his body and get a crossbody off the top oh. and a close two count there. Two. Gagano nearly caused an upset that tree and He's... trying to get to Chompa, but... Oh, he does. He still gets a tag. I thought Dawson had stopped him then. And Chompa's completely fired up now and he's delivered a high running knee there to Dawson. Yeah, after the beautiful drop kick off the top as well. And Chompa, he's good at getting a hot tag, do you know what I mean? <laughs> he is, yeah. He's really fired up as well. And drop it, both men sporting cool beards. Oh, oh famouser. Oh, my word. Is that it? Oh. Well, it was if your leg lariat, wasn't it? It was. And got a close two. Well, Wilder tried to come in to stop Gagano, but he pushed him out. Oh, no, not like this. Oh, going for a cheeky roll-up, but Chompa rolls through and a nice belly-to-back. He's holding it in as well. And a second German. Third time lucky. Oh, and a f- hat-trick of Germans a la Chris Benoit. <laughs> Gagano now. Going to go for the big knee. Takes out Dawson. Surely this is level now. Don't call me Shirley, and he kicks out at two. Uh, and maybe the DIY just can't get the job done against the Revival. No, they've come up short a few times now. and Oh, and now Chumper trying to get Gagano up on the apron. Come on, look. Get the hot tag in. Deliver a tag team finisher. Oh, Dawson there with an uppercut. Clubbing on the back of Gagano. And dash up on the apron to try and help out. Oh, <laughs> like double team pole driver. But Chumper pushes Dash off. Oh, and a high cross body there. A chumper on Dawson, is oh. that it? No. Oh, I thought it was over then. And now Gagano, chumper up. Oh. oh, big kick and a big knee there. Delivered simultaneously by high. And yes. three. That's even the score at 1 0. It is. Wilder couldn't do anything. He was knocked to the outside. And like you say, Gagano, chumper back in it. But how much punishment has Gagano taken? Chumper's on fire at the moment, sure. But Gagano. And that's what Chump is checking on. And they finally lose Revival, lose a fall after so long. That's it, yeah. And, but Dash can also get a tag in to Dawson. That looks such an awful fucking finish. You know? I mean, I'm not I mean, it's in a good way. I mean, sorry. Uh, that looks fucking dangerous, that finisher. And now Chumper and Wilder facing off. So now it's down to a normal tag team. It's one apiece for the two tag teams. Both fought really hard. Both been a good match. It has been a good match <coughs> and... It has been a good match and the falls have been apart and let's hope the third fall, I mean, this could go crazy now. Both teams started off well. One slip up from either team though and that could be all over. Now Gagano, now Chump and Wilder exchanging big uppercuts, punches and now knees. (laughs) And of course it is the only title we've gone for changing hands. Yeah, and it could be a massive night for DIY. But a blind tag in there by... Dawson. Yeah, and Chomper exposed his elbow, trying to go for the roaring elbow. And Dawson there showing a bit of wrestling, but Chomper just on top of him. Oh, out wrestling him, but Dawson managing to tie him up and getting a backslide into a cheeky two. Two, and I think there could be a lot of kickouts as well in this. (laughs) But a lovely blind tag there, playing the revival at their own game. They are, and Chomper sets him up on the top rope and just brings him down hard. Oh, my word. Tries a suicide dive, but runs into a big forearm. And then Wilder runs into a big superkip Gagano on the apron. Oh, who helos over the ring and delivers a devastating DDT. Oh, oh fuck me, I thought that was it. Kick out. Oh. And Gagano, injured as he is. And Dawson showing his toughness, be able to get his shoulder up at last second. 
beautiful movie. It's in slow motion now. That's a lovely DDT as well. <coughs> and the way he covered him as well, I thought that was definitely... <laughs> yeah. Well, the rival aren't the greatest NXT Tag Team Champions of all time for no reason, Dan, are they? Not top guys for no reason. Two-time NXT Champions. And Gagano trying to suplex Dawson in. Oh, well, help out from his partner there and a tag in. This could be all over for Gagano, but he's trying to fight out. Oh, try to go for that spinning DDT. Oh, oh, an uppercut to a belly to back, but <laughs> Chomper in there to save his partner and the match. Well, nearly, if, if Chomper wasn't there, it would have been over. That uppercut into a German was fucking vicious by the revival. They work brilliantly well together, <laughs> and you know they've developed a fair few unique tag manoeuvres. They have, and Dawson rams Chomper into the ring post. We get sent out of the ring himself and dash, recover. Well, he does and get the tag to Dawson. Oh, now Dawson is probably the um, least worn down member of the well of the four, really. If you look at the punishment Gagano's taken, Chump has just been dumped to the outside. Wilder's taken a bit of a beating, and now Dawson's saying, "This is it. You're in their corner now. You're you're in the revival's corner now." But Gagano, like showing toughness that he's got, showing heart, but. How long can he fight for? <laughs> well, he's managing yeah. to fight his way out. Go, Johnny. Go, 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 go. Come on, son. Go, Johnny Gagano, not go, 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 go. <laughs> That's much better, yeah. And Gagano managing to use Wilder to flip over, get the pin. Two. Oh! Gets Dawson in a small package and Dash goes for the title belt. So oh, no. Right? He's not going to go for a DQ, are they? Oh, Chumper dumps Wilder on the outside. What a close near fall that was then. Oh, Gagano went to kick Dawson, but Dawson used the title belt, throws it on the outside, and trying to con the referee, and just like that. And Gagano must have injured his shin on that title belt. I mean, took the full force of it. Well, I tell you what, if memory serves me right, Dan, that is the leg that's been injured for a long time for Gagano, and he even lost by submission to Revival with this very move, and now he's got it locked in. It's like an inverted figure four. And Gagano taps out before, and that leg has been injured in the past. Chomper's nowhere to save him. Can he hold on? Gagano can't. He, he can't. The DIY have given everything in this match, but unfortunately, it's just too much, is it? No, he's made his way to the bottom rope. Well, fair <coughs> play. The damage may have already been done, but Gagano showing heart and determination, like we're saying, getting to that bottom rope, breaking it. I don't think Dawson quite believe it, can he? No, he can't, and he's taken... And that a path these men, and it doesn't look like it's going to be over any time soon. I mean, the revival, even though they're blooded, I think they look fresh as a daisy. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be beaten tonight. Gagano's down, and now Dawson say, I'll oh, tag Wilder in, and they're going to mock DIY, are they, with their finisher? Well, Gagano ducks out the way, Dash inadvertently hits Dawson. Oh! oh! And the DIY hit their finisher. They hit Revival's finisher, did you? Oh, they hit Revival's finisher, sorry. And after this... Oh! Wilder nearly caused Dawson the match, but Dawson's saving it then. And the Revival so... over... Oh, fucking hell. There's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot you can see. You need to end the match on. Uh, Holy shit, chant well, from the crowd and well-deserved. It's unbelievable wrestling, you know? It's a new tag team generation as the referee... Pushing away. What's Dawson doing? He's playing possum. He's curled up into a ball playing possum. Gets a cheeky roll up. One, two, he's got the tights. Oh, oh, oh. Wait a minute. Referee counts three, but then. 
He realises. Ah, he realises he's not the legal man. My God, that's clever by the referee, isn't it? That is very clever, managing to realise at the last minute. But the legal man, Wilder, pushes uh, Chomper into the ring post. Oh, but while Gagano's back was turned dealing with Dawson, Dash comes in and chop blocks Gagano's bad knee out from underneath him and <laughs> it's pretty much over for Gagano now. Well, I think that's the other leg now as well being attacked, but Gagano rolled him Two. up. Oh, managing to reverse it. Oh, Two. no. Fucking hell, how many near pins do they want? He just can't hold Gagano down. <laughs> oh. But Gagano can't hold Dawson down, but he's managed to get his submission locked in. Oh, but Dawson trying to stop it and Chomper now. He's coming in submission. And both revivals each other's hands not to tap out. No, not like this, don't surely. Tap, don't tap. Don't call me Shirley. And they do. And both the revivals start tapping at the same <laughs> time. And we've got new tag champs. Oh, my God. Team DIY, do it. They deserve it. As I said, if any team deserve to beat them, it's Gagano and Chompa. They are, you know, they prove they've got the guts and determination and cheer for them. What an awesome way of finally reaching the top of the mountain. No team has deserved it more in NXT DIY. Uh, and what a fantastic tag team match you've just seen. Brilliant fucking tag match. It's probably the best NXT tag match I think I've seen. Uh, 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 I, I, I can't... No disrespect to American Alpha. They had a brilliant match against the Revival, but I think this trumps it. This is something else. I mean, the chemistry between two teams, the three falls being as they were as well. Gagana and are getting two. The personal emotion in it as well. It's not just for the tag team titles. They, you know, they've invested a lot into it. They've come so close on numerous occasions and just not managing to bite the bullet and to finally get their dream and come together. It's, yeah. And I've never seen an end of a tag team match where both, te- you know, both submissions are in and the rival had no choice. And, and the wonderful thing about it, if you look at it, neither of the members really get damaged that much because they both tapped out anyway. You know, it's not like one, not like one got pinned over yeah. the other, you know. But, I mean, the two teams is just incredible stuff. And... Yeah, again, another point in each for us. We, we talk about predictions on the back on that fantastic match. We're looking back at the uh, the replays. We've just seen the amount of double-team moves used as well by both teams, you know? Yeah, both teams working the, you know, the double-team manoeuvres. I think, again, it was a completely different category of match to Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic. Yeah, I mean... You know, this was two wrestlers, you know, wrestling tag teams as opposed to one dominant force... And one good tag team. Yeah, I mean, the first time we've seen the Revival kind of screw up as well, in a way, you know, with the, the errant super kick, as it were. Yeah, they deserve the way up. And like I say, Gagano Chumper being tag team titles. It's a brilliant thing. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the tag team division. You expect the authors of pain to do it. But no, fair play to Dash and Dawson, also, you know, on NXT. And like I say, hopefully they do get the push up and prediction wise on that yes we are both now on three points apiece going into the two huge main events and I've already got a pay-per-view point this pay-per-view and I'm guaranteed another one regardless of any more results I mean could you get the perfect score this weekend you know four out of four that would be the icing on the cake (laughs) really and the fans absolutely loving this and rightly so I mean you know hashtag DIY brilliant tag team we move on and of course the women's title match next but what a great stop! And that's what we were saying. Off the back of the... I remember now, Dan. Off the back of the Dusty Classic, that tag team match, and this tag team match, and people say, oh, no, exactly the same. You couldn't have asked for two 
different matches and it didn't feel like a tag team match in a weird way because of how well it worked you know this is what's beautiful about it as well the, the way it just you went with it because it was it's just a it was a perfectly told match as opposed to tag team match you know definitely yeah and yeah you know the result was perfect it went exactly the right way the way it should have done they played it how perfectly uh we are live in nxt canada and i mean after those first three matches <laughs> I mean, we can't really ask for more, can we? You know, we've got two huge matches left. Oh, look, good old JR's there. Oscar versus Mickey James is next. And let's have a look at the promo. Oscar no Asu, the you know, tomorrow, so they got Mirai, the you in the future. Now that I am NXT Women's Champion, I will destroy everyone. Asuka is very unpredictable. She moves so quickly in the ring, so fast. Those kicks are so stiff. Those hits to the face are just knockouts. I will beat anyone. She's somebody who I believe could knock down Goliath. This is what the women's division has had to deal with, this nastiness of Asuka. It's just like every time we see Asuka, understandably so, she becomes more and more confident. It's kind of the point where she's almost toying with opponents. Nobody is ready for Asuka! I'm back. Mickey James, one of the greatest female competitors of all time. That ring has been her home for a long time now. And if there is somewhere that Mickey feels confident, it is right there in the middle of a WWE ring. Mickey James is the new WWE Women's Champion. I have faced and defeated some of the greatest women's champions of all time. For the fifth time, ladies and gentlemen, Mickey James is a women's champion. I know you're good. You're real good. I've watched you for the past year destroy everyone who's come in your path. But there's a difference between good and great, honey, and you are looking at her. Nobody can beat me. I'm the best. I'm the champion. Not really much build-up between these two ladies. I mean... You know, there's no one in the NXT that can challenge Oscar. And Mickey James is just someone that they've had to go out and outsource, really, you know, and find some woman outside of NXT that is suitable for Oscar. Do you think WWE did that intentionally? Or do you think NXT did that? Not building someone up in NXT and going on the outside? Or do you think it is uh, not looking into the future for the NXT Women's Division when Oscar was, you know, has been champion? I think, as we mentioned, you know, when the likes of. Banks and Becky and Paige and you know all then went up. It kind of weakened the NXT Women's Division, and I don't think they've got a viable challenger for the NXT title. In NXT, they've had to go with someone who's an accredited WWE performer, who everyone's known and heard of, and has won the women's title. From a personal standpoint, yeah. would you rather would you rather see a Oscar versus Mickey James match, or would you rather see a Oscar versus Nia Jax match. Oscar versus Carmella. Oscar versus Bliss 
match on NXT. I mean, what would you prefer? One for the future or one from the past, you know? Uh, one from the past. I think it's good. I think it, you know, it adds... We both could bet our house on Oscar winning. You know, it could be an upset for Mickey James. I mean, you know, she... You don't know where Mickey James has been since leaving the WWE. She might have been on the independent circuits and honed her craft, so to speak. And, yeah, you know, she was a good wrestler when she was in the WWE. Yeah, I mean, former women's champion, like we say, feuds with Trish and had matches. Basically, everyone stayed there for a few years. After leaving WWE, she was in TNA for a, a stint. Yeah, she met her husband, Magnus, who's an English wrestler. He was a British gladiator as well. That's how, you know, the reboot. Not the original good one, the, the, the new shit show, anyway. And, yeah, she's coming. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Mickey James, if it was a woman from the past that you could pick, I mean, Mickey James, who could you think that maybe would make a better opponent for Trish Oscar? Trish Stratus. Would it just be Trish? I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's fair <coughs> to be Trish to Oscar. Lita? Would Lita be a better choice? No. Well, we'll see what happens if Mickey James makes her first appearance in the WWE for quite some time. And how is she looking to you, Dan? She's looking pretty much the same as what she looked like before. I think she's had a bit of work done on her face. Her face looks slightly different. And we see Mickey James, like we said, success back in the day, but back now she's got a bit of performance against Oscar. I mean, what type of match are you thinking you're going to see? I'm going to see a lot of heart from Mickey James, but... You know, I can't really see too much more than that, to be honest. No disrespect to her, but I think, if anything, this is probably be the closest thing we come to as a filler match. Really? You, you think you see this more as a Brock Lesnar squash match than you do like an equal match? Then? Yeah. That's, that's fair. I mean, I see Mickey James giving it a good shot. I don't know if Oscar would dominate it. I think the thing is you need to see Oscar showing a little uh, side to her, you know, being defeated as it was but we see Mickey James now we can see Oscar's entrance and course the NXT Women's Champion undefeated for a year and maybe she might take this maybe to make no what's the right word take it easy she might underestimate Mickey James Oscar if she's not careful she could do indeed I mean you know she's really cocky she is and she? could yeah. that trip her up I know like she can fight to back it up and you know the fans absolutely love her but you know she she could just get too cocky and Mickey James get the cheeky win and you know all, just like that it could be all over yeah exactly yeah and as we see Oscar making her entrance and all the fans in the front couple of rows have all got Oscar masks on well I don't think it's fair for Mickey James I mean we talk about predictions now like I say I've gone for Oscar I don't think it's fair anybody beats Oscar now since Bailey I think anybody should have beat Oscar it was perfect for Bailey it made sense for her I'm not still bitter about a former loss but you know for me that would have made perfect sense there and carry on that feud as opposed to getting someone else in but Dan who have you gone for in this one? Um, I have also gone for Oscar I think you know nothing away from Mickey James you know it's just a reputable name for Oscar to beat and, you know, just make her title reign. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> Former women's champion, WWE women's champion. I mean, that is a good accolade to beat. She's not beaten anyone as high ranking as Mickey James yet. No, that's true. And, you know, just another victim, as Taz would say, you know, Oscar is, is she's going to stay undefeated in XD for quite a while. You know, I don't think there's anybody really on her horizon at the moment as the Ring announcements happen, and it's a big match feel, isn't it? You know, women's title on the line. Arguably the biggest women's title in the game at this point in time. It is, yeah. Well, Mickey James is the first and only former women's champion to go for the title. Yeah, 
But if you put Oscar in a triple threat match with Becky Lynch and Charlotte, who are you going for? Oscar. She, she is the Brock Lesnar of women. There's nothing else to say. Oh, you could put her against Charlotte and Becky and Oscar would still win. You put her against Curtis Axel, she'll beat him. Any of them. <laughs> beat a good few of the mid-card yeah. men as well. Yeah, don't, don't discredit her a but bit. But Mickie James will have fans here tonight. You know, like I say, people remember her from the actual era days. But Oscar, maybe like we talk about her overconfidence. Do you think it's a good side for Oscar to see that for her now rather than just being like kind of bland baby face as it was? Yeah, definitely. You know, it, again, it's adding edge to her character, you know, her personality and that. And I think I realise that this is a bit of a challenge as well. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens as the colour and elbow tie-up starts off things. Who will be the stronger of the two women? And Dan keeps a victory if Mickey James stands a chance at all. Try and get a victory by any means possible, really. Yeah. There's not else you can say. Try and hurt Oscar. Do you know what I mean? Or... Uh, We've not seen really Oscar as well, and that's the the weird thing to say. You know, she's faced the fair few women in the division. But Mickey James, she's come from a different era. She's cut from a different cloth. I mean, you know, she's edginess. She's veteran. She, you know, she is a seasoned veteran, so she knows her way around the wrestling ring. Well, and Mickey, she's seen all the tricks in the book. Yeah, and that's the thing. And Mickey James was known as a bit of a crazy one as well. You know, before AJ Lee or anything like that, Mickey James did go a bit ditzy, as we see with uh, Trish Stratus. And maybe it's a no fear kind of thing with Mickey James. Maybe it's the kind of thing she's coming in here and she's a little bit crazy herself. She doesn't fear Oscar. You know, everybody else in the division knows what she's capable of. Mickey James just come in and thinking, right, okay, I'm going to beat Oscar at her own game. If it's mind games, if it's anything like this, you know. It depends how talented Oscar is in the ring, as opposed to all these other things like her entrance as well. A bit like Nakamura. Nakamura brings more things than just his offense to the ring. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. That's what makes Oscar such a great champion. She's got so many different weapons at disposal. Mickey James is going to try and out-wrestle Oscar. I don't think that's the best strategy for her. Yep, and Oscar slowly starting to wear Mickey James down. I mean, Mickey James, fair play to her. She's starting to stand her ground. You know, she's combating Oscar's offence. And she's got the ability, make no doubts about that. You know, she might be away for a while, but she can still go in the ring as it was. And a big kick to Oscar's face there. And Oscar rolls outside to recover. And again, you know, she may have bitten off a bit more than she can chew. She's been a big fish in a smaller pond and maybe Mickey James can knock her down a peg or two. The well in the teardrop. <laughs> and is Oscar hurt or is she actually playing a game here? Is she playing her own mind games on Mickey James, you know? But Mickey James playing the mind games back to Oscar and sitting on the rope inviting her back in the ring. I think that's safe for Oscar to let her do that. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, oh. she steps inside, headbutt in the middle rope as she goes in. And there's chance of Oscar's going to kill you, but at the moment, Oscar may be just feeling Mickey James out. So we've seen one title change hands. Do you think we're going to see any more tonight? Well, I think if either title change hands, I think it'd be a major surprise. especially. Especially at this point in time as well, you know. I, I don't think... I think it would be two great matches, don't get me wrong. And this will start slowly. You've got to get the fans back up after the excitement of the last match, of course. The building slowly, Mickey down. But Oscar just such, such a great technician in her own way, isn't she? She is, yeah, but Mickey James, she's still managing to fight the fight. She'll fight the fight, Dan. She'll fight the fight. As Oscar tries to respond with a kick and Mickey James saying, they have one of my own. And is that just going to annoy Oscar? Big butt there from Oscar, sending Mickey side now. Well, that was a big butt, and she cannot lie. And Oscar now mocking Mickey James. Go on, you can get back in. 
inviting Mickey James back into the ring, giving her a taste of her own medicine. Oh, but Oscar cutting Mickey James off and sending a crashing back to the outside. Well, Mickey James being nice earlier and Oscar not taking any chances. Like I say, she's got a different side to her as well, isn't she? Oscar's crazy. <laughs> or trying to go for the third butt bump, but Mickey James blocked it with a super kick. Oh, and a hurricane runner to Oscar. Mickey is giving as good as she's getting from <laughs> Oscar. I mean, Oscar's definitely not having a walk over here. Bit of a surprise for you? Definitely, yeah. Mickey James, I've definitely underestimated her. And I think Oscar has as well. Well, I think this is the problem with Oscar. But then again, saying that, Mickey Jones goes for the kick. And Oscar's got the ankle lock on the outside. This is usually followed up by the German. Oh, folding Mickey James in half. <laughs> Not that got to hurt. And on the outside as well. Little protection there. And you should always wear protection with Oscar. Will she really go for the count-out victory? It's really Oscar? Well, I don't know. I think she's just flaunting it at the moment. Look at her. She's loving it. Yeah, <laughs> every time they do that, Ty's getting a tension. Isn't that nice? Where are we going? I haven't right. forgotten about him. <laughs> Let's go. Can we go back and watch the Dylan Joe Rude match nah. again? <laughs> you can go back and watch it later. I'm going to watch that repeat every time. Masturbate. That's my favourite open of open match ever. Anyway, Oscar back in and throw Mickey James now, having a way of her. Oh, a big drop kick there as well. Mickey James had nowhere to go. Oh, and Oscar now, she's starting the destruction of Mickey James. I mean, started from the ankle lock into the German on the outside, and it's just been all Oscar since then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, she's been wearing her down now on the ropes as well. Oscar in complete control and just toying around with Mickey James. You've seen Oscar with the NXT women recently just preying on them. And again, going to go attack Mickey James. Oh, okay. Again, using that butt as a weapon, but managing to fail this time. Mickey James managing to roll out of the way, sending Oscar crashing into the ropes. A bit of separation, but Oscar like a Terminator. It's not really stopping her, is it? She just comes back after a while. It doesn't. Nothing really slows her down, and she's delivering big kicks to Mickey, and Mickey's still trying to stand her ground, bless her. Well, kneel her ground. I tell you what, I wouldn't mind seeing a Nakamura versus Oscar match, you know? That'd be interesting, and... Mickey James is getting psyched up and just getting brutal kick after brutal kick delivered to the chest. Oh, but she reverses it now. She's going to go for a submission herself. Single leg Boston. And she's got Oscar in the middle of the ring. And would it be a surprise? Could she a... make the champion tag? Oh, exactly. Would it be a tap out? I think it would be the biggest shock in NXT history. Mickey James just trying to sit down on Oscar with her body weight. And now turn it again. Well, the inverted STF now. That's a very intelligent move there from Mickey James. But Oscar's still managing to drag both her and Mickey's weight to the ropes. I forgot her name then. We haven't seen Oscar in a predicament like that ever there with a submission, managing to make it to the bottom rope. But Mickey James now fighting fighting Oscar, and Oscar's got herself into a match now, exchanging blows, throwing Oscar into the turnbuckle. I like Special K. <laughs> oh, Mickey James now with a forearm to Oscar. Is Oscar oh, rocked? Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, she's not. And responding with some big fists. Goes for the spinning back fist, but Mickey James ducks and delivers a right hand. Well, both girls laying it in. And I think Oscar liked that. I think that turned her on. <laughs> well, she knows she's in a fight now. Oh, fucking hell. A beautiful neck breaker. And has James got Oscar in trouble? I think she has. Running right through her opponent twice. Third time lucky and Oscar may be in trouble. Is this Oscar's toughest opponent so far? Well, I think at the moment it is. Mickey James has a real chance and Oscar missing there. 
She's got Oscar off of the game, isn't she? Mickey James at the moment. And a nip up to boot. And I'm talking about to boot, we are in Canada. And Mickey James now, she's looking to win the women's title. She's going to go up. Six-time women's champion. Mickey Going James. up top. Sorry about Mickey James has been there, done that, and now diving off. Got her in a pin. Oh. James couldn't put her down, but now Oscar in serious trouble. And we've seen this before. Mickey James is DDT. Oh, fucking hell. Oscar rolling through with that hellish armbar. Went too close to the ropes there. Mickey escaped. Luckily enough for Mickey, I mean, that looked like it was going to break her arm. And I think she might be seriously hurt there. I think she was signaling to referee. But Mickey James managed to kick her. <clears throat> Definitely under underestimated Mickey James in this match. Yeah, and Oscar went for the kick. And, oh, for fuck's sake. Ducks Oscar and delivers a lovely spinning heel kick there to Oscar. Oh, oh. and Oscar had to use the rope to it. Escaped from that pin because I don't think she had the power to kick out. Oh, but Miller rolling her back in and go for the pin now. And oh, two count there. Oh, I think that's it. I was closest. I think that's the closest Austin's come to losing. But what can Mickey James do? She doesn't look that troubled at the moment. She doesn't look taking that much punishment. And she's going to go for the DDT now. Oscar rolls through, keeps hold of that arm. Or she's going to go for the Oscar lock. Mickey James rolling through and Oscar trying to get that in. She's like a pit bull in the back there. Oh, and Mickey James got the roll-up pin, but oh, Oscar rolling through. Oh, now she's got her back, and Mickey James is in serious trouble, and she's got no choice. She has to tap out, and Mickey James taps to the Oscar lock. I mean, she put in a brilliant, brave performance there, and Oscar retains her title by the skin of her teeth. Did I miss that, though? Wasn't that a bit was it short on my part, or did that end just quite abruptly there, or am I, is that all right? Am I just tired? You're a bit tired. <laughs> I'm a bit t- I just thought, I didn't see that coming. Like I didn't see the build-up to that. I know she's trying to get submission in, but it seemed to be quite... <laughs> they rolled through a couple of times. She got the submission. I mean, the match was... It was on for quite a while. Oh, was it? Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway... I, I, 15 minutes. I expected a little bit more, I suppose. If, did it make Oscar look weaker? No. No, I think it, it helped Oscar. I mean, again, she's going against a reputable women's champion in Mickey James... You know, a familiar household name in WWE. And, yeah, you know, managing to overcome after Mickey James giving it her all. And I think there's going to be a big show of respect here between the two women. Oh, Oscar flaunting the title defeat. And fair play, Mickey James. We'll talk about her in a second. But I think Mickey James gave it her all and Oscar was just too much in the end for her. And Mickey James offering her hand in respect. Oh. And Oscar just raising the title and smiling and licking her lips. And a sign of disrespect there from Oscar and Mickey James. But you were you impressed by Mickey James tonight? Yeah, very impressed. Yeah, I think she really surprised me. I've totally underestimated her. I thought it was just going to be a complete squash match for Oscar. But no, I think Mickey James gave as good as she got, and yeah, just come just too short to get the title. What do you think's next for the women's division? Who's next for Oscar? <laughs> Did you take a guess? Well, we've got until Rumble to try and find someone <laughs> to go for a title. Yeah, I mean, they've got a couple of months, but Oscar at the moment, absolutely dominant. I mean, I think it's been the... You talk about filler matches, I don't think the crowd were into it that much. Even though they are giving Mickey James a round of applause at the moment. I, I think it was the... I'd also say worst match on the card. It wasn't a bad match, was it? But No, but it wasn't the greatest match. No, no it wasn't the best match. Either. It wasn't the best match we've seen. <laughs> A close worst match with a tag team, I think. With the first tag yeah. classic match. 
So we'll see what happens as we go into the main event now. It is main event time. It is time for the NXT title. And it is the champion Shinsuke Nakamura defending against Mojo. Let's have a look at the promo. I was a disgrace. Shinsuke was the better man in Brooklyn. Kinshasa! When you experience a loss, it makes you look in the mirror and it makes you see what you've turned into. It's a man I don't recognize. I'm a man who understands when maybe he's went a bit too far. Right now, I realize that you are a deserving champion. Shinsuke Nakamura, I want my rematch. You are on. There you have it. Samoa Joe face to face asking Nakamura for a rematch for that NXT championship. And the King of Strong Style graciously accepting. I for one can't wait to see these two go at it one more time. Oh my, oh my god! Shinsuke in a bad way here. He's getting more and more angry, more vicious, more dangerous. No, no, no. I've been in pain before, and the pain on Shinsuke's face is something I've never seen before. That man's hurt bad. Promo that was Dan, and what a build up it's been, eh? It has been a very interesting build up. I mean, he started off Joe Gunn on his rampage. He said, Bring him Nakamura, I'll bring him his title. Nakamura was unfortunately injured. Joe carried on raving destruction until one night Shinsuke Nakamura returns. They had a bit of a heated debate over the contract signing, but there was a lot of distance between the two of them. Yeah, you know, it's 
being Joe with the sneak attacks and Shinsuke absorbing a majority of the punishment. And I think it's Shinsuke's turn tonight to deal out some Shinsuke punishment of his own. Yeah, so Joe's had the advantage going into this match, but tonight, I mean, prediction-wise, you've gone for... I've gone for Shinsuke fucking Nakamura, without (laughs) a doubt. (laughs) And I have gone Nakamura as well for that same reason. He's a dominant champ, he's undefeated. Joe, his time is up, Nakamura's time is now. You know, he is the NXT champion. And you can see him. We can. Uh, what are the keys to victory for both men, Dan? Uh, Nakamura needs to get a bit of distance between the two of them. He needs to use his kicks and punches. He needs to try and get this one over quickly and avoid Joe and his bulldozer-like manoeuvre. And we talk about Joe with mind games. Do you think the mind games work at all for Tomorrow Joe? Uh, I don't think they work for either man, to be honest. I think either man knows mind games are mind games and yeah, they can play them as well as take them. Of course it is the big bad Samoan Joe, certainly behind the big Joe. So it's all about entrances, Joe making his way to the ring and treat Nakamura have something special planned tonight. Well, he likes to take over the entrances at TakeOver events, so I wouldn't be surprised if you do see something special from Nakamura. Look at him, Joe means business. Yeah, but so does another man. Well, yeah, of course, you know, Shinsuke always means business. The NXT champion, the man who is still undefeated in NXT as well. And it doesn't look like that's going to end tonight, unfortunately for Joe. This time, two violinists, three violinists, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. four violinists, uh, uh. and there is more violinists in the ring as well. So it's got a whole lot of violinists, <laughs> and Shinsuke's certainly hyped up for this one. I reckon one pay-per-view event, he's going to come out playing the violin himself. <laughs> Definitely another spectacular entrance. Not as glorious as Bobby Roode's entrance, I must say. That is entrance of the night. Spectacular entrance, nonetheless. Well, no one quite makes an entrance like Shinsuke fucking Nakamura, do they, really? Shinzuki fucking Nakamura. The crowd absolutely fucking love it. Nakamura looks ready. Joe looks like he means business. Should be a very interesting matchup. The match hasn't even started and the crowd are fucking loving it. And, and it's interesting after Nakamura's entrance to see what we've seen. You know, after we had Finn Balor, an NXT champion, we asked, like, 
what could fill that gap and what you know who could replace him. And Nakamura's kind of taking it to the next level now, hasn't he? Definitely, yeah. And you know he's just going on to impress more and more. And it's, it's strange as well with Samoa Joe started all the way back on Joe Watch, didn't it, when he first debuted? It did, and now he's trying to regla- regain his title that he once coveted so much. And he goes against probably his strongest opponent in WWE today again. Yeah, I mean, and um, Joe was beaten quite, I would say, easily in Brooklyn, but, you know... Was, Convincingly. Yeah, exactly. And uh be interested to see, can Samojo make history and become the first ever two-time NXT champion? Not if Nakamura, and he started well early on. He has, yeah, he started off with a flurry. We said Joe got a good response when he came out, but... Who do you think the fans are sides are they on? Who's who's side uh, the fans? Nakamura's on? definitely. <laughs> and what is it about Nakamura that makes him so good then? I don't know, it's just his cocky attitude, but he can actually back it up and he doesn't look like the heavy, hard hitting type, but he can deliver a mean blow. Yeah, I mean he's the king of strong style, isn't he? You know? He is definitely, yeah. And you know, again to look at him you wouldn't think that. And he's got Joe in a corner. I don't think the kicks hurt that much, but he's just showing off as well with Nakamura, isn't it, you know? Yeah. But he's certainly wearing the big man down early on. And Joe's going to try to keep his distance and or sneak attack Nakamura as it was. We know how tough Samoa Joe is, you know. He's been destroying the NXT Ross before he's got away, as you were saying. Definitely, and he's managed to sneak attack Shinsuke Nakamura on a couple of occasions as well. Oh, but Nakamura with a big boot to Joe and he goes over the barricade... And then they're going to go to the fans. Wow, give the fans a bit of a treat. What's <laughs> that attitude here? A type brawling around now. And Nakamura throws Joe back in after brawling around. And who wins in a striking competition between both men? It's a difficult one. I think the fans win. <laughs> uh, it's difficult, you know, Joe with a strike so proficient. And Nakamura as well. Oh, but Joe reversing the Irish whip. And showing his agility there, you know, with a of his own. Does Joe any have? Does Joe have any chance in this match down for you? Um, he's got two chances, slim to none. Nothing away from Joe, but I think Nakamura is just too strong for him, and Nakamura's is Achilles heel. I mean, it took him quite a few events to finally overcome Finn Balor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and Nakamura beat Balor first time they met, and you know, won the NXT title first time of asking. Definitely. Oh, but we see with Nakamura and the strikes as well. But then again, a personal feud might take Nakamura over the fact that the title was on the line. But that can only be to Joe's punishment as well. <laughs> yeah. And Joe, as he said, he wants his title. Joe catching Nakamura and planting him. And Samoa Joe looking good in the early going. Joe now making a plaything of Nakamura with the kicks and the chops. That's a big elbow, Dan. That is a huge elbow. Oh, can only get one count. That's how tough Nakamura is. One. Joe, I mean, you've become a fan over time. You didn't really know him or like him as much, did you, back in the day? I didn't know, but, you know, he's starting to slowly win me over. You know, I was starting to see what Jarrah saw in him many moons ago when he first came in. But he's a brilliant performer. You can't take anything away from Joe. That's why he's always in the title picture. Yeah, that's true. And Nakamura with the strikes, but Joe, using his strength advantage... Oh, fucking hell. Well, picking Nakamura up, dropping him down, and Nakamura landed on the knees. And Joe, very innovative in him, forgetting <laughs> He was very innovative, wasn't he, James? He was down there. Joe showing what he can do, mixing it up. 
Well, he's got plenty more in his arsenal than we've seen. Got Nakamura in a leg bar. Will Nakamura tap out? Joe with vicious assault on Nakamura with the kicks. He's dominating him thus far. Joe wearing Nakamura down, trying to go for that leg lock. He's surprised with a slower pace, Dan. Um, no, not when Joe's in control. I mean, he, he prefers a slower pace as opposed to Nakamura. When he's in control, he prefers it faster and upbeat and the strong star. Nakamura trying to kick out and finally does. Pushing Nakamura through the ropes and then goes out with a suicide dive, taking Nakamura out. And Joe's just been two steps ahead of Nakamura thus far. Yes, maybe he has got Nakamura's head taking him off Nakamura's game plan. And Joe, impressive, and now he's got the stairs. And we know the damage you can do with them with Nakamura. He put Nakamura out for six weeks, didn't he, Dan? He did indeed, and it looks like he's trying to put him out for six more weeks. We'll try and go for that big slam. Nakamura fighting off. He knows that would be the end of the match. Oh, my God. But runs into a big boot there from Joe. And you ain't going to put Joe down... That easily. Oh, don't forget, yeah, the 10 count, 10, perfect 10 chance. Perfect 10 count. Yeah. Can Joe get Nakamura back in the ring? Can goes for the cover. Oh, kick out. Uh. And Nakamura trying to fight back with Joe. He's been under the cosh, but oh my word. Oh, Joe ducks a kick, but Nakamura spins round and takes Joe out. Starting to get some separation between the two. Nakamura needs to get some life back in his body and... Get to his feet. Yeah, but Naka has been worked on, hasn't he, during this match? He's knackered. <laughs> Nakamura there with a big kick, keeping Joe down. Now he's coming back with knees. <coughs> oh, he's launching an offence now. Come on, Shinsuke, get back in it. Oh, step up in Seguri, sends Joe rocking back into the corner. And with Nakamura with a kick, you don't know where they're coming from, do you? Definitely not, now. <laughs> and then he delivers an elbow. <laughs> oh, placing Joe on the top right, we've seen this before. Oh, big knee to the midsection of Joe. And will that be it now? Nakamura retains. One, two. Oh, kick out by Joe. Uh, and Nakamura now with like the MMA style knees. And these look like these hurt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wouldn't like to be on the receiving end of Nakamura's knees. Joe trying to get up. And Nakamura now, has he got him in like a guillotine trying to choke the big man out? He has. He's got all his body weight on the back of Joe as well, forcing him back down to the mat. This has been hard hitting, or anything else. Oh, but Joe just too strong and powering out of it. Oh, another atomic drop. We've seen a few of them tonight. And yeah. a big boot and a sent on by Joe. I mean, he's just regained control with his flurry of manoeuvres there. Oh, and I don't think Nakamura's got that much offence. I think Joe's been in the vast majority of control of the match, hasn't he? He has, yeah. He's definitely been in possession. At the moment, you would say it's about, what, 70 30, 75 25. Yeah. And Nakamura there got caught with a powerbomb. We've seen that before, turning it into the leg lock. Oh, but Joe managing to roll through with some deep Boston. But switching up to the STF. And the transition between those three moves from Joe make it look easy. And look at him grinding on the nose of Nakamura. He knows how to make a submission hurt even more than it does. <laughs> he knows. And now he steps through to the uh, crossface. And he's got it in tight, Nakamura on the wrong side to get to the ropes. He's got Nakamura's head wrenched back there. He looks like he's in agony. Lolo in Canada. Nakamura rolls over, though. Tries... Oh, and he gets a two count. Two. Trying to get the arm for the cross arm breaker, but Joe rolling Nakamura up. Oh. And a two count for Joe. That's first they've been entwined for a long time. And Joe then with a power slam. Oh, 
trying to catch Nakamura out. And Nakamura managing to escape. Joe's up now. Nakamura's in the corner. Oh, but Joe gets met with two feet from Nakamura. Oh. Who climbs on top and a Pele kick from Joe, sending Nakamura crashing to the outside. Well, a gum shield might help Nakamura a little bit in this match, but that kick surely didn't. Oh, and a Pele kick of his own there to Joe, who gets stunned, and he's hanging over the apron. Oh, oh my a God. big knee by Nakamura. And Nakamura now, can he feel it? Can he get momentum on his side? Joe's a little bit rocked at the moment. Joe's up to his feet. Nakamura, oh, big knee. Fucking hell, and that hit the target. And Nakamura just can't get over to cover him, otherwise I think this would be over right now. Has Nakamura injured himself? Come on, Nakamura. Well, this is one of the things as well, see Nakamura diving off the rope, both men down. Is Nakamura 100% after that attack, or did he come back too soon, you know? Well, he did come back quite quickly after the assault. Ty Dillinger, I think he's been the fan favourite of the evening. Yeah, he's been the man of the night, hasn't he, really? He's appeared in all matches. <laughs> and now Nakamura up, so is Joe, and this is just a slugfest now. It's a slobber knocker. I wish JR was here to see this. Oh, he's in the crowd. <laughs> oh, yeah, and both men are just exchanging huge blows and kicks, knees, slaps. And Joe goes tumbling to the ground. Well, the king of strong style now won that strike battle. And Nakamura's got him up trying to go for that big back suplex, but Joe fighting out. And now Joe going for the suplex, but Nakamura. Oh, rolling out and delivering a brutal German to Joe. And Joe's just been taking the suplex city. Big power move by Nakamura there. Has he got it in him? And what's he looking for now? He's looking for the Kinshasa. Go on, son. Oh, Samoa Joe moves out of the way, though. Very well scouted. Rolls up Nakamura, but he rolls out. There we go. Now, oh, my oh, word. Fucking hell, Joe goes low and takes out Nakamura's legs. Well, Nakamura landed on his head as well when he impact down. And now, Joe, what's he looking for? Or is it muscle buster time? This is how he won the NXT title, don't forget. He's got Nakamura. Oh, Nakamura rolls down, sunset flip. I didn't go for it. Oh, oh. King Shasha. And that hits the money. Get the cover, son. And One, two, four. He didn't hook the leg. And fair play to Joe with his toughness. I can't think of any men who kicked out that move. <coughs> Neither can I. My God, Joe's head nearly kicked off there. NXT chant again. And is Nakamura just going to do... Well... Deliver another one. Yeah, Nakamura just wants over and done with. Joe's put up a good fight. Oh, catches Joe. Uh, catches Nakamura. He's got him in a sleeper. Uh, I mean, Nakamura might not get pinned or tap out, but he might pass out. He's got the coquina clutch locked in. Well, if he gets him down in the grapevine, that is all she wrote. Nakamura slowly fading. We're using the crowd. The crowd's singing this theme tune. Manages to get Joe to the corner to try and get some separation, but Joe doesn't let go. Well, there he goes on the ropes. Come on, ref. But Joe doesn't break in. Like you said, German suplex. Oh, doesn't release, though. Oh, my fucking God. Fuck. And he's got both arms locked. Oh, my God. Bridges out. Oh. And Nakamura managing to kick out at the last minute. Ah, and have you ever seen three more brutal suplexes by Joe there? <sighs> I haven't. <laughs> Fuck me, the second one he landed on the back of his head, or was it the first one? <laughs> I lost it, count halfway through. The second one. First one was German. Second one looked like a reverse Second fucking... one looked like a double underhook. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third one, he had his arms tucked in. 
and you can see the impact the Kinshasa there. Joe's got the cut above his eye, but he can't put Nakamura down. Both men, well, we're not down their toughness, are we? Certainly not, no. We knew tough son of a bitch Joe was going into and Shinsuke Nakamura. And is Joe now getting his second wind? Maybe his own blood spurring him on. He's got Nakamura as he's looking at him, grabbing his hair. Oh, Nakamura ducks, though. <laughs> to the back of Joe's head. Oh, but it knocks Joe outside. And I think that saved Samoa Joe then. Definitely, yeah. Well, I mean, Na- if Nakamura had landed near him and got the cover, I think that could have been all over. Well, Nakamura's feeling his leg now as well. He could be in trouble. Bit of separation between the two, though, will help Nakamura revive himself a bit. But Nakamura's going to the outside to follow Samoa Joe up. He's got some big cojones. Well, is this a mistake for Nakamura? Maybe he stayed in the ring. Referee checking on Joe. Oh, my God. Pushing the ref out of the way and kicking Nakamura in the knackers. Well, a massive low blow there. And a, oh, my God. Fucking hell. He slams him onto the stairs. Well, Nakamura has just been taken out. He's in serious trouble here. Well, a low blow behind the referee's back. He punted it and it was good. Joe's got up for the muscle buster. Hits it. Goes for the pin. Kick out. Kick out. Kick out. One. Kick out. Kick. (laughs) Samoa Joe beats Shinsuke Nakamura and is the new NXT champion. After delivering that fucking brutal spark on the stairs and... (sighs) And apart from his entry music, the crowd is in absolute stunned silence. (laughs) (laughs) They're not the only one. I'd... I'd have bet my house on Nakamura winning this match. I'd have been homeless. Samoa Joe becomes the first ever two-time NXT champion. Fucking hell. And like we said about Nakamura's undefeated streak, it's over and and Joe... Samoa Joe, yeah, he's... Dude, does the unthinkable. What do you make of that, Dan? Can you speak right now? Um, Fucking hell, I'd... Honestly, didn't see Samoa Joe winning this. I was all hyped up for a Nakamura speech for the end of this. Yeah, I've, he's played his part perfectly, hasn't he, really? He's he's done really well. He's d- dominated majority of the match. As we said early on, he's had a lot of the possession. He was all over Nakamura. Um, I personally don't think Nakamura was 100% going into it. I don't know. He just seemed like his game. Maybe Joe's... The way Joe's played it has put him off and... You know, Joe looks fucking evil. Well, Joe, with the blood on his face, the sweat, blood, sweat, and the tears from Samoa Joe. But it's all been worthwhile. The kind of mind games, the attacks before TakeOver has finally come to fruition. I mean, Joe, to be to his credit, kicking out the Kinshasa. But when the second one hit, Joe went to the outside. Referee didn't see the low blow. I mean, it was. it's one of the most shocking results that I've, I've seen in a long time. It is, definitely, yeah. We said at the, the start of the show, it was we, we had the perfect score, do you know what I mean? We, we yeah. were four each, and then with this, we thought it was a home banker. I mean, yes, we <laughs> both get a pay-for-you point still, so you get two out of two tonight, Dan, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. But what a, a shocking and controversial way to end NXT TakeOver. I mean, Most definitely, yeah, but it leaves this feud open and they've had a good couple of matches, so to see another one, it wouldn't hurt. Well, obviously, the next one must be in January then, so both men are going to be around for a little while in NXT now then. Yeah, and we was talking about, you know, who's going to challenge for the title and it looks like Nakamura's going to challenge his rematch. So Rude might have to wait until... 
WrestleMania season to get an opportunity, but unbelievable. Nakamura is still down, and we saw that stair shot, well, the, the stair attack in the building. Nakamura out for a while in the middle of the match, well, at the end of the match, taking him out. Muscle buster, low blow. As Samoa Joe does what he said he was going to do, he backed up his words. It was as clean as finish as you can get. I know the low blow, but to yeah. pin Nakamura with the first man to do so, it is a it's a crazy way. And what a crazy night it's been, Dan. I mean, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. What's your uh, thoughts on it? What's your match of the night? I, I thought it's been a brilliant pay per view. Um, match of the night was probably the tag match. Yeah, I think that was brilliant. The back and forth in it, you know, there was a lot of drama. It was a good story, you know the. The build-up to it was good as well. You know, it was the whole package of a tag match. Yeah. And what's your rating at the, the take? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, what's, what's, what was your match of the night, apart from the dream match? Um, I, I I would say, yeah, he matched the titles. It was phenomenal. It's how good it should be. Uh, I think that is my match of the night. But, I mean, you look back on it. Yeah, the Oscar-Mickey James match, for me, was didn't feel right. But they made the Samoa Joe Nakamura match worthwhile now because now you can never doubt the fact of this guy's going to retain. You know, Joe winning this is kind of the unthinkable. To it's happen, like you know? Oscar being beaten. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it's. it's I, I, I didn't see it in a in hundred years. I joked on the predictions that it was Samoa Joe. <laughs> no. Yeah. But no, I believe. I mean, what's your rating out of the NXT Takeover events that you've seen? I'd give it a strong eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good stats card. A couple of matches, you know. Well, the ending of this main event match, it left it wide open. Not taking anything away from the match, it was a good match. I mean, Joe worked Nakamura over it all. Um, the tag match was great. The kickoff match was a great match as well. You know, the crowd was really into it. The tag, the first tag match for the Dusty Rose Classic, it wasn't the greatest, but you know, it wasn't a bad tag match. The Mickey James match versus Oscar, I really underestimated Mickey James. She had a brilliant performance. That wasn't a too bad a match in itself. And yeah, you know, it was overall, it was a pleasant pay per view. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Just going over the matches again quickly, like you say, I think uh, uh, Star was born tonight in Ty Dillinger. I think he is the man of the uh, pay per view with the. the Referee, that referee. Every time the referee counts and the chance he gets, he made it. I think a new tag team was born in um, Team DIY. Uh, hashtag DIY. I think the um, revival will go up, and deservedly so. And you look at the future, you can see Offers Pay versus DIY and Joe Feud continuing. And with Oscar, I think there's only one woman really in NXT that is going to come close to her, and that's Ember Moon. We'll see how if they do it. In January, or if they went to WrestleMania, or if they do it at all, you know. Well, after what we've seen tonight, anything can happen in the next team with the Nakamura and Joe match. Um... So we kind of left it on a cliffhanger for us at the end of TakeOver as we were watching live. I mean, we were pretty shocked. We're now watching the next episode of NXT. Like we say, we're going to have two episodes of NXT after NXT TakeOver as we're doing this. Here's episode 365 for the November Air Canada Centre. 
And it was basically the kick-off four takeover. These matches took place before the major event. See, And, uh, yeah, we start the show with a look at NXT TakeOver and the amazing events that took place. I mean, Dan, it was a hell of a card, wasn't it? It was a brilliant card, yeah. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it, as I do with most NXT pay-per-views. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about predictions as well. You, you, out of all the events you got right, uh, you are four and four with NXT TakeOver events this year. So that's how well you've done with them. Uh, I was looking at the stats the other day and I was thinking, shit me. Like, I think we should have a like separate league for NXT. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. No, but unbelievable. Actually, we talk about the classic match that we had. Who could forget the classic encounter we had between the Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger? I mean, fantastic. Oh, <laughs> what? You think I was going to say the revive? I don't know. It wasn't the greatest of matches. I think one of them come off a lot worse than the other. Well, we'll see what happens with the... Um, who do you think come off worse? Ty? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see Ty Dillinger's journey and what happens after. I mean, the reason we're watching these NXT episodes after TakeOver as opposed to getting TakeOver out straight away is to see what they have planned for the future as well and see what the aftermath is, basically, you know? Yeah. And, of course, in NXT fashion, I think they're doing it the right way. It takes four weeks to catch up with all the stories that happened at TakeOver. Yeah, no, you're right. Dan, what was the uh, first match? The first match was a Hawaiian fella known as Kona Reeves going against the quick-moving Rich Swan. Yeah, I mean, obviously a bit of Kona Reeves in NXT jobber as much, but Rich Swan, what do you think? Oh, you know, he's up and down in NXT and WWE. I mean, he's, I don't know, I think he needs to find his feet, so to speak. Um, just settle somewhere and try and make an impact. If he's going to be a cruiserweight wrestler, go for the cruiserweight and concentrate on that division, I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But I think the thing I like about Swan is with the cruiserweights, oh, I don't know if you agree with me, not many characters as such is that I think Rich Swan has, or personality, should I say. Yeah. I think Rich Swan does show the personality, uh, especially with dance moves and stuff like that. And I think he comes across as very likeable. He does, yeah. Um, what about this Connor then? Connor Reeves? Hawaiian fella. Yeah, well, big, big Hawaiian man. Like, so, I mean, he might have a future. It'd be interesting what NXT does with him. Usually with these guys, they're just basic jobbers of their time, aren't they, on NXT? Ethnic diversity they've got going on in <laughs> WWE. I mean, you know, they've got no fans in Hawaii. They well, get this guy. Well, it's true as well. If you look at the fact of like the, the first ever Chinese wrestler signed by WWE who we saw... And other countries, we go back 15 years ago where the majority of wrestlers were either American or Canadian, weren't they, really? Yeah, oh, definitely. And we've seen the early go, Conor Reeves, with a, he's smirking, and he throws Rich Swan into the... He seems, I don't know, he seems like he should be more of a baby face. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. And we see Rich Swan there with a bouncy, bouncy, he likes, likes doing, and he hits Conor Reeves for it. What's this then? Lights have gone out and Sanity. They're starting their takeover of NXT now then, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, Sanity, of course, lost in the Dusty Classic, but they've been rather quiet. But they're coming out here now, interrupting the Rich swan Connor Rees match, which weren't a bad match. I mean, weird group, Sanity. I mean, what do you, what do you think of them? We've seen a little bit, haven't we? I mean, <laughs> um, They didn't look too great in the Dusty Tag Team Classic, I think. If anything, they shouldn't have been in it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If, you know, if it would have dented them early on. I know people can take hits early on and it doesn't really affect too much of them. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go and what their actual ambitions are in WWE. And, I mean, they've not expressed any like interest in something that they're going for or if they want to dominate all three yeah. corners of the triangle. Well, most definitely. They've got no purpose at the moment, not really said much about it, like you say. 
And Eric Young's not been in a match yet either. And we don't really know what Sanity's goals are now. Maybe the plan is, after TakeOver, like we're seeing now, is to make a statement as we see all four members there. And do you remember all four members, Dan? You got the big Sawyer Fulton. Yep. Alexander Wolf is the other fella. Nikki Cross is a crazy young lady and their leader, with, who we mentioned before, Eric Young. Yeah, and they've just come in. <laughs> well, Sanity assaulting. They threw Rich Thorne out the ring and now just 4-1 beat down Connor Reeves. The most dangerous member of a team. Well, Fulton and Wolf taking him down and Eric Young, very much the leader, directing traffic at the moment. Rich runs up on the turnbuckle, though. Oh! Ooh, Eric Young ducked out of the way and Wolf took the whole of that. Oh, but the numbers catch up on Rich Swan, And they're all back up, stomping a mud hole in Rich Swan. Well, is this a statement by sanity? I mean, are you going to take it more seriously now, Dan? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to know what their ambitions are, what they want. Well, Eric Young's got Rich Swan up now, and oh, Fucking hell. Will Barrow neckbreaker. Impressive. That is a very good finisher. Looks like Santa is very happy with what they've done. Do you reckon they could potentially be tag champs, women's champ, and NXT men's champ? I think they can. I think they can. Let's see what Eric Young has to say quickly. Well, we've just heard from Eric Young, and he says he's trying to do it their way, but he didn't, he's not going to ask for permission anymore, and, well, he's going to take it. I mean, Dan, does that answer any questions that you thought? No, I still have no idea what their intentions are. No, I mean, if they, they want to wreak havoc, I suppose, but then again... Doesn't normally work out for people, does it? No. <laughs> so we just see Rich Swan brutally attacked there by Sanity and Sanity walking away now. And of course, we know Noah Jose and Rich Swan have been partners in the past. Noah Jose coming out and checking on his tag team partner. But Noah Jose's got the mic now. And he's saying to Eric Young, come and take me now. <laughs> well, that shows guts by Noah Jose saying to Eric Young he wants him now. I mean, that is strong baby face by Noah there. <laughs> Definitely. Is it strong or stupid? <laughs> well... We'll see. He's not scared about the form. Fair play to No Way, though. I mean, credit to him. Crowd's going mad. And is Eric Young going to do it? Oh, he's telling his uh, crew to back away. Can Eric Young back up his words in the ring? No way. Well, we've noticed a more serious No Way Jose. I mean, you know, he's still got a bit of an act going, but, you know, he's against... um... Yeah, most definitely. The serious side, No Way Jose... And like I say, it's a tough babyface thing to do, to call out Eric Young. And he really took um, Alexander Wolfe out. He's going after Young. Well, he's got Eric Young stunned. Well, he has. Eric Young was screaming and no way Jose caught him with a pop-out right hand. And then Sanity's just coming in now. And like I say, the numbers don't lie. Beating down no way Jose wasn't the smartest thing to do, like you said, Dan. That's it. But Jose's managing to fight out and he gets his hands on Young again. Oh, <laughs> But that crazy Nicky Cross flying off the top with feet to the back neck. Yeah. <laughs> Big drop kick there and then the four one beat down. Of course Rich Swan's already been taken away by the doctors. And Eric Young say, No, it's one on one, don't forget. Go on, move away. Move away. Will Barrow neck breaker again. I know, vicious stuff there. And sanity taking out three men tonight. Well, we know we want to take over, but what else do you want, Eric? What do you want, Sanity? So we see what happens with Sanity. Dan, anything about Sanity you want to say? Again, it was all mainly one-on-ones, but apart from when Jose was getting the upper edge on Eric Young, he had to have his teammates come in. So, you know, it makes him look a bit weedy for a leader. Yeah, and it makes no way Jose look strong as well, I'll tell you that. And uh, 
I mean, sanity, like I say, if they're going to keep beating down people, we'll see what happens, you know. And next week it's been announced already, Dan, that it will be No Way Jose one-on-one with Eric Young. So do you think No Way Jose in a one-on-one match stands a chance against Eric Young? No. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be outside interference and it won't be a clean match. Jose go down. So up next it was highlights of the dusty uh, classic final that happened at NXT TakeOver. Uh, it was the Authors Pain TM61. Dan, what did you think of the match as it happened? It was quite interesting, quite an interesting match. It wasn't the greatest of matches, I don't think, but, you know, the Authors of Pain did look strong. And, yeah, they dominated the majority of the match. Yeah, and as we're going to see a lot tonight, I guess, they're going to show a little video package of it, and then we're going to have a backstage interview with them. And this, this is the Authors of Pain and Paul in backstage. Dan, what did uh, Elving have to say? He was just talking about his chapters. Um, you got Chapter 1, Arrival. Chapter 2, The Plethora of Pain. Chapter 3 is yet to be seen. Um, and the Authors of Pain are a team of destiny. Yeah. Again, it's another vague talk by Elving, isn't it? You know, it's like, oh, we will do this and uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I guess the next stage for him is, is tag team total match, I guess. Well, it's got to be. Yeah, you know, that's the only thing they have. They've got an undefeated streak. Tell them, Razor. Well, <laughs> So the manager of LOD... <laughs> He's trying to get to the LOD, but they don't speak English. So the author pain's struggling a little bit. Yeah, so backstage we saw after the Authors of Pain interview, uh, we knew the Aussie girls of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay were looking for a tag team partner. And they were interviewed as well. And what did they have to say, Dan? Every loser in Geek and Nerd wanted to be Peyton Royce and Billy Kay's partner. They picked Daria, who was seen training backstage, with an MMA look about her. Yeah. And she says she just wants to hurt people. Yeah, so she's agreed to be their partner. I mean, Daria, like we said, she looks quite tough with the interviews, and we know the Aussie birds. Uh, I mean, what do you think of the Hill team in this main event we've got here? You know, it's... I don't know. You've not really seen Peyton and Billy in a match, you know, in a tag match together yet properly. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see and... Again, you know, what their ambitions are. Yeah, and like you say, I mean, at the moment, they've been feuding with Liv Morgan. We've seen in the past few weeks on NXT, and they've been interfering each other's part. Uh, I suppose they're going to be the next hills on NXT as they're working towards it, as we see the babyface team. Uh, but we move on. Next up, focusing on Bobby Roode's glorious entrance. It was the best entrance at NXT TakeOver. You can't disagree with that. And he defeated Ty Dillinger in an instant classic. Uh, and Ty, we saw, and you were talking about Ty Dillinger earlier as well, uh, what he can do after the defeat. He was devastated. And um, it was in his hometown as well. And every time he gets close, he can't get the job done. And he needed to win. And he let down his friends and family in this arena. I think it's the most serious we've seen Ty Dillinger in a very long time, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know if he realises, but the whole of the WWE audience and spectators have acknowledged... Ty Dillinger by just going 10, 10, 10 on every count going. Yeah, and exactly. And 10,000 people did stand up and applaud him. And he says uh, next time he will get it right. Next up, believe it or not, more highlights. Hey! And it's this time it's DIY versus The Revival. And what a match. Oh, my God. What a match. I mean, it's probably the best tag team match in WWE in 10 years, would you say? Or my overest? You know what I mean? How, how long has it been since we've seen a tag match of that calibre, Dan? It has been a long, long while. Um, you know, not since the days of the 
edging Christian, Dudleys and the Hardys have we seen, you know, such quality in tag matches. Yeah, uh, most definitely, most definitely. We saw an interview afterwards as well with uh, DIY and the, 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 the real emotion from both men, both had tears in their eyes. And I think they worked for 12 years. They said, you know, it was it was worth it. And, and it was a really nice moment, you know. And it, and it brings prestige to the titles as well because this is what they want, you know. And talking about emotion, Mickey James. Yeah. She cried. <laughs> okay. <laughs> More tears. Yeah. Um, and she said Oscar is awesome. But she lost respect for her for not shaking her hand at the end of the match. Yeah, I mean, it was weird by Oscar doing that, wasn't it? But heel tendencies, especially after the match they had. But, I mean, it was nice to see Mickey James back. I think that's just a one-shot deal with her. I think it is, yeah. You know, it's. I think it's because NXT was lacking so many decent opponents for Oscar that they had to think outside the box or think outside NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, you know, someone with the respect of Mickey James. Yeah, most definitely. And um, the last look-back video was of the main event, the shocking main event, uh, Nakamura versus Jones. Are, are you over it yet? I am not, no. Um, well, you know, in the aftermath of Goldberg beating Brock Lesnar, I mean, Shinsuke getting beaten by Samara Joe. Two of our favourites being beaten, so this is, we're not really over it, are we still? No, we're still not over it. <laughs> no, we, we had uh, we had an interview, well, the, they tried to speak to Nakamura as he was going to his car, and all he said, he wants his rematch as, as soon as possible. Um, so that was it. And next up, it is main event time, Dan, and what is the awesome main event we talked about? Here? And it is Aaliyah. Liv Morgan and Ember Moon, yeah. the Austin Stunner, yeah. <laughs> versus Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, and Daria Barento. Exactly. So you've got Numph, you've got Next Blonde Thing, you've got Jesus Christ, son, versus the Aussies and UFC. Yeah, we covered everything. And we talk about uh, these gals as well. Numph getting a good reaction. I'm going to call her Numph. I don't care what her, her name is now. Because uh, she is Canadian. And is it good seeing someone like Numph involved in the main event? I mean, what do you think of the women's division at the moment, Dad? It's not that strong compared to Oscar. I mean, I know they've got some characters. Come- UFC chick. You know, she looks like she means a bit of business and all she wants to do is hurt people. So, you know, that could be a challenge for Oscar. Someone who can go toe-to-toe with her, potentially. Yeah. Or someone who she could knock over quite quickly. Even though you was asking about Numph. Yeah. <laughs> or Aaliyah. Um... I don't know, again, we've not really seen much in the way of, you know, judging on how good she is. We've not seen her in that big match environment yeah. yet to be able to judge. I think this is a problem. We haven't seen these women. I think it's the first time we've been given a chance now, this kind of new division, since, um, you know, all the call-ups, so to speak, you know, Carmelo and Bliss and people like this. <laughs> and it's going to take a long time for the division to grow, especially when you've got such a dominant champion as Oscar. I think out of the six women in the ring we talk about as well, there is only really one. Who, who might get close in the next couple of months, isn't there? I think there's two, Daria and Ember. I mean, Ember, definitely. I think she she's the closest thing to a challenger Oscar could get. But that Daria, I mean, I don't know. She seems a bit small for a wannabe UFC fighter. Yeah. And I think she'd be a bit small to take on Oscar at the moment. But if she bulked up a bit more. Yeah. I, I think the thing is, as well as the style of it, it would match up quite well, wouldn't it? You it know, would, yeah. Of, hard-hitting styles opposed to, you know, silly uh, divas as they used to be. As we see in the match, you know, Numph has been worn down now, as we expected she probably would. And we've seen Peyton Royce and Billy Kay team up. They do make an okay team, don't they? I mean, like I say, you need to see more, but not doing too badly. Yeah. And Daraya just wearing down Numph now in the middle of the ring. And like we say, with her... Uh, just wearing her down. 
and can Liv Morgan or the moon get in the ring? Well, let's hope she makes a hot tag to end that's all I'm saying. Oh, look at Numph now. Oh, Numph's <laughs> grounding and pounding on the UFC fighter, but, you know, Daria's blocking it, as she on. knows how. Come on, Numph. Oh! Step up in Seguri. Can she get the tag now? She's got a bit of separation. Come on, girl. Oh, Daria manages taking Peyton Royce. Ember Moon's in as well. Yeah. Ember Moon going crazy with her kicks and her, what was that, like a head scissors takedown? Yeah, beautiful head scissors and the, like you say, coming in, she is on fire after that hot tag. It'd be interesting to see her going against that Daria or Daria. Yeah. Or Daria. They might protect her because at the moment Ember Moon's running through Peyton Royce. You see the oh, hands spring forearm. Cross body. And that as well. Daria's in. Liv Morgan cuts it down. But gets taken out by Billy. Yeah. Billy with a big boot. Dragging Peyton to the corner so she can get a tag. <laughs> yeah, she has to get Daria back on the apron as well. And it's good work there by Billy Kay. She helps her partner get the ring and left Daria to fend for herself. That's a bit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Ember Moon off the top with a stunner. <laughs> and. Have that, Dan. Fucking hell. God. <laughs> It was worth it for that, wasn't it, really? It was definitely worth it, yeah. <laughs> Not much of a main event, and it made Ember Moon look good. It made Daria, Daria look quite bad, actually. Yeah, I mean, but she, she was left on her own. She was the lamb to the slaughter, wasn't she, in that one? Awesome Ember Moon's finisher. And yeah, Liv Morgan, Ember Moon, and Numph forget the win. But like I said, the Aussie girls are protect, protect that, aren't they? They are definitely, yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what they can to furthermore to protected exactly and we move on now from episode 365 to unbelievably episode 366 Dan Uh, it's in Ottawa which is the same place that Smackdown was I believe yes it was indeed and this was the just before like where the main event style goes main event style the main event show goes it had NXT instead I know which I'd rather see main event or NXT at Smackdown the first episode was November 23rd this is November 30th the first match was Oscar versus Nicole Matthews. It was. And ch- tell me an interesting fact about Oscar. An interesting fact about Oscar is that she has been champion for 243 days. Fucking hell. I mean, what a run she has been on, isn't she? Yes. You you talk about Oscar as well, how long her reign is. Uh, and the thing about her as well, she's one of those few people, maybe apart from Goldberg, whose entrance is normally longer than the matches. And we've just seen Oscar's entrance here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see as well the reaction that the fans give the wrestlers who perform here tonight because they're obviously paying for a SmackDown show. Do they know who the NXT stars are? You know, will they care? And we see Oscar wow, yeah. we see Oscar versus <coughs> Nicole Matthews and who are you going for, Dan? Um I'm going to back Oscar. <laughs> Nothing away from Nicole Matthews, but I think she is gonna get mullered. Yeah, I mean she's new on the NXT scene. Not been about for long and if Oscar said if you say she <laughs> she uh she goes for a single match. leg takedown and Nicole gets to the ropes. And Oscar just dominates the opponents, doesn't she? You know? Oh, but Nicole Matthews there. Big forearm. Make that free now. And Oscar, is she getting rocked? Blocking Oscar's punch. <clears throat> I think she's getting pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Oscar likes it, yeah. Going crazy with the kicks. Well, Daniel Bryan would be proud. Oh. <laughs> Goes to finish it up, but Nicole just collapses on the floor. Oscar knocked her out with a kick before this one. <laughs> she knocked her out with the haymaker. Forearm now. Well, but again, that just psychs Oscar up and 
goes for the Oscar lock, picks her arm out of the air. Oh, but Nicole's trying to fight out. Oh, my God. Till Oscar gets it locked in properly. Yeah, she has got that arm broke. Oh, arm no. Break, really. Nicole rolls her up and gets a close two count. Oh, there's that last kick. <laughs> Drags her prey to the mat. No. Nicole's putting up a bit of a fight. Oh, my God. Now she's got legs locked in. The Oscar lock is in. And there you go. Good night, Nicole. Uh, Oscar absolutely dominating there, Dan. Indeedly doodly. I mean... What can stop Oscar? There's not a lot that will be able to stop Oscar. No. And we see Samoa Joe backstage. And Samoa Joe talking about... Yeah, Samoa Joe backstage. And it's been announced by Rini Regal. What's been announced, Dan? The announcement was made that December the 3rd in Osuka, not Oscar, Japan, that Samoa Joe will defend his NXT title against Shinsuke Shinzuki Nakamura. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once we got that statement, we knew what was going on there. And we heard last week uh, Nakamura wanted a shot as soon as possible. What better way than in his home country of Japan against Samoa Joe, eh? Indeed, yeah. And we see Joe talking about, you know, it's unfair, Regal giving the rematch as quickly, but Joe doesn't care. He's the best champion. He's going to destroy Nakamura. And the way Joe's been fighting at the moment, I went back against him with you, Dan. No, I mean, he somehow unceremoniously just demolished Shinsuke and, you know, it was a bit of a one-sided match. Yeah, it was. And uh, we see Joe and, and, oh, look who it is. It's Ty Dillinger, the perfect 10. Let's see what he has to say. He's just interrupted some old Joe. And Ty wants an opportunity to prove himself against the man of NXT. We talk about serious Ty. Joe said, you're not in my league. You don't deserve a match. I can't think of any reasons. Ty said he could think of 10. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll only need one. And <laughs> that's probably the most stupid thing he could probably ever do. And he slapped the same Samoa Joe that just walked through Shinsuke. Well, Nakamura has got cojones the size of uh, New York City, I tell you. Fair play to Ty Dillinger there, showing some brass. <laughs> But, um, Death Wish? <laughs> Most definitely, yeah. It's like going up to a bear and poking him with a stick. But Dillinger did say that he's been falling short and the next time he's going to, you know, he's got to do it the next time. So tonight might be the biggest match of his career. Um, next match, Dan? The next match is the match that we saw made last week. I mean, it was supposed to have started last week, but didn't quite happen. It was a one-on-one match with... Eric Young and No Way Jose. Yeah, and like we said, we've seen a little bit of build-up for this. And uh, like we said, we saw the attack by Sanity and No Way Jose called out Sanity. But like I said, the numbers weren't so good. Uh, and the match has started. And I'm starting to like No Way Jose as well. In the early going, No Way Jose is not being intimidating and not backing and their leader, Eric Young. Yeah, and uh, I think it's good for No Way Jose. We talk about maybe a comedy character. Like I said, I'm starting to like him. Uh, he's showing a bit of a serious side, and he's not backing down. But as we see, he's on top of Rope Young until big um, Alexander Wolfler grabbed No Way Jose's leg. Eric Young managed to capitalise. Eric Young, you can't forget, Dan, former TNA, X Division, Tag Team, World Champion. Big name to be in XT. you glad to see Eric Young so heavily involved in XT? Yeah, if they do it right. I mean, you know, it, it's always interesting to see, but if they... You know, start off just beating up. No disrespect to nowhere, Jose, but he's not going to be a potential NXT champion, is he? Uh, I would have said no, 
but in recent time, I don't know. I'm st- I, me personally, I'm starting to like. Him. I don't think he is NXT Championship level yet. I think he's probably in the list of challengers, probably about eight for highest. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But you never know with circumstances in NXT with injuries and stuff like. That. If I could see the if- seven challengers in front of him get injured, and Joe or Shinsuke has to forfeit the title, and it's between No Way Jose and Rich Swan. Then yeah, fair play. Yeah, I mean we don't know what could happen with the draft, NXT pickups, and then us two sitting there this time next year it would be No Way Jose versus CN for the NXT Championship. We never saw that coming, did we? <laughs> you know? But Eric Young has completely taken over, like he said he would, on No Way Jose and ripping the uh, the head. I mean, do you see Eric Young challenging for the NXT title? Not at the moment, no. I don't think he's got enough credibility yet. It'll be interesting. Maybe they're trying to just build Sanity up. I mean, would you be happy with Eric Young just working way through mid-card NXT talent at the moment, working his way up? To see him make some good progress if he's, you know, because Sanity, the idea behind him's good. But I'd like to see him being a dominating force, but not need too much outside interference. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. Because I think it spoils it a bit and it takes it away from the wrestling if, you know... The match is going good. You've got a good bit of flow going on. Then an outside trip changes everything. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, your bloke's not doing too bad. Give him a chance. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's true. As we see No Way Jose now on the comeback trail with a hip toss into the net breaker. Then a big close on as well on Eric Young. Can he get the momentum even though the numbers aren't on his side? Can he beat Eric Young? It would be a big victory for No Way Jose, wouldn't it? It would be a huge victory. And we saw the pop-up right hand last week. He's going to go for it again. It is an impressive move. But Wolf up on the apron, interfering, taking Jose's eye <laughs> off the game. Exactly what you said. Oh! But the big pop-up right hand, Bross up on the apron, distracting the ref. Oh, come on now. Oh, well, no way Jose had it won. Oh, you know, he just hit his finisher on the leader of Sanity. But Eric Young back up and in a controlling position. Oh, here we go. Will Barra neckbreaker. Bang! And that is it. And Eric Young's first match with Sanity in NXT and a victory. Well, I don't think a bad match, Dan, would you reckon? It wasn't a bad match, no, but do you think something away from Eric Young having to have the help of his three cohorts? He's supposed to be the leader of this crazy group and yet he needs help to win matches. Yeah, I think it does take something away, but I wouldn't have said Eric Young was the, uh, the strongest name to push forward anyway. I mean, I know they got involved in the group, but a main event, I, d- I don't know if he will be. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys... Well, I think he does need help anyway. I, I don't know if he... I think could... it's a bit like a slight rip-off Wyatt's, I mean, y- yeah. a leader, a I... couple of followers. Yeah, So, but I, I can see Bray Wyatt beating someone one-on-one. I don't see Eric Young beating Nakamura or Joe yeah. one-on-one, oh, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, with the numbers and stuff like this. But uh, we move on, and, and backstage, what did we see, Dan? Oscar was asked about her attitude change, and she said she hasn't, she's Oscar, and all she wants is competition. I mean, fair enough, Dan. That is fair enough, yeah. I mean, she has no competition. We've mentioned it before. and Yeah, I mean, there, there is nothing at the moment. It'd be interesting to see Ember Moon or whoever else has to offer. But Oscar's obviously uh, just getting cocky because there is no one to beat. You're asking how SmackDown crowd's going to react to NXT crowd. I'm sure they all know Ty Dillinger. Yeah, well, it is next night is main event time. We're seeing Samoa Joe, Ty Dillinger come out. And I think the fans are happy to see Joe as well. You know, there's a Joe chant. They kind of knew who he was. And perfect 10. I told you this 10 thing would catch on if it was well enough. It's one of those silly little things that people just like to do, don't they, you know? 
Yes. 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 No. 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 And we talk about, we focus on Ty Dillinger. Uh, I think for me, and you might disagree, he was the breakout star of NXT TakeOver. I don't know what you want to think or what you don't want to think about that. But I will say this, and it might be wild and crazy, but Dan, I'm known on this podcast for saying wild and crazy statements. And I'm going to say this now. The way they go with Ty Dillinger, that kind of look, I can see a Daniel Bryan babyface run for Dillinger where the underdog, no one thinks he can do it, and he comes good. I'm not saying it's going to happen in the next couple of months, but, you know, a year or so's time. I can see exactly where you're going with this one, and yeah. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Ty just needs to back it up in the ring, you know. The character's there, we just him, and, and showing the guts to challenge Samoa Joe tonight shows he's not going to back down, is he, you know? Well, you know, the things with Joe and Shinsuke, I mean, I don't know what the future holds for them two because if the two of them go up, you know, or even one of them goes up, one of them's going to need a challenger for a little while until he inevitably moves up. Yeah. And... Who is there to take their place? I mean, you know, you've got the likes of Bobby Roode, Ty Dillinger, Sanity. Outside of them, there isn't a lot more choice. Yes, yeah. you would say Bobby Roode is next. They're grooming him to be next in line just through entrances and the way he's being treated at the moment. You would say he's next. But like you say, after that, will NXT have a problem the way they have with the women's division now? Exactly that. I mean, you know, they've got one breakout wrestler and I don't know, I think... More talent in the men's championship, you know, in line for the men's championship yeah. than there is for the women. As I mentioned, you know, I'll Jose is probably eighth yeah. on the list. Yeah, most most definitely. But it's an interesting situation because the NXT gets so popular and then, you know, they, they move on. But in the early going of this match, Ty is not backing down and he drop kicks Samoa Joe out of the ring as we go to an ad break. But it's interesting NXT putting themselves in a situation where they build the stars, they get taken away. I suppose they will look on more independent scenes. You know, we talk about Ricochet, Bucks, other people, Will Ospreay eventually, will be coming through to the NXT path as well. It just depends on a matter of time, you know. And it is Samoa Joe, Ty Dillinger. It's got to be Ty's biggest match. He's got to show that he belongs tonight. And his comments before the match, he said that he's been so close that he has to win. And if he didn't, he didn't belong in NXT. And, and very strong words by Ty, Dan, weren't they? They were, yeah. And he... Ty Dillinger could get it done. Who are you backing in this match, Ty Dillinger versus Joe, Dan? Nothing away from Dillinger. I think he's going to give it a good fight, but, you know, I'd back Joe all day long. Who, why would they have the NXT champion? He destroyed Nakamura quite quickly, lose to someone as early on in as Ty. Yeah, it could be one of the biggest upsets in NXT history tonight. But like I say, Joe has been on a, a run since losing the NXT title. He has won up to Nakamura and basically every every attempt you know you look at the attack beforehand especially match that takeover uh, I mean talk about Nak- does Nakamura stand a chance in the rematch against Mojo definitely he is Shinsuke fucking Nakamura is he, is he the favourite going in so yeah. are you expecting Nakamura to be NXT champion come Japan yeah and then what's the plans afterwards then move Joe up at, um, and see what the future holds from there and Nakamura moving on to feud with Bobby Roode. <laughs> you got to say that, yeah. Yeah, but who would you go for then? Yeah, well, for me, uh, if it came so soon as this, you know, because part of me is thinking, oh, maybe Smojo only won a title, so Nakamura could win the title back in his hometown. But then what happens? Will he have a rematch? Because TakeOver happens just the night before Royal Rumble. Will it be another Joe's Nakamura match? Or will they move on? And will it be Bobby Roode, Nakamura? If that's the case... I don't know if Nakamura will lose the title 
so close after winning it. I mean, it's all a, a bit here and there, you know. But yeah. like I say, it'd be interesting to see it when Joe is performing the way he is now. He's, you know, Ty's had a good fight, but Joe now just, he knows how to wear people down. <laughs> but I mean, once we get through the Christmas thing, we're on the build up to take over anyway, aren't we? After this, you know, after the Nakamura Joe main event is sorted out in Japan, we are on the road to NXT takeover again, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it depends to see what happened with the revival as well. Will they have a rematch with um, DIY or will they move up as well? It's an interesting time, isn't it, in NXT? Yeah, you know, a lot of strange things can happen. And Joe getting frustrated as he can't put Ty Dillinger down. Uh, Ty is tough. You know, I like back guys without knowing their toughness. And he kicks out. And Joe maybe get frustrated. Maybe underestimated Ty Dillinger could be a big mistake here. Well, he didn't hit him with a coquina clutch or the uh, muscle buster. So he's not used everything. No, he hasn't. But the perfect 10 can still come back. No, so come back in him. Just needs to fight it at the moment. He's... Snap suplex there from Joe. <laughs> Literally snapping Ty Dillinger in half. Go on, Ty. You can do this. That was a perfect snap suplex. You're my boy, Blue. You can do this. Samoa Joe just wearing the leg down over the bottom rope. Injuring Ty. Don't injure Ty. Don't hurt Ty. Dillinger. <laughs> <laughs> Joe went to put up a perfect... But he put his thumbs down. Oh, Joe, Ty Dillinger at Nakamura. It would be a huge mistake if you do. And Joe's just playing at the moment with Dillinger. But perfect 10, perfect 10, perfect... <laughs> no, oh, look! Dillinger fighting back. He's fighting back, folks. And no one saw this coming. Ain't they normally the ones that really piss Samoa Joe off and he gets really fucking angry and reverses it? Well, chops and punches... Oh, reverses it. <laughs> Big elbow in the corner to, to Ty Dillinger from Joe and a step up into Guri. I mean, Ty Dillinger just angered the beast that he wound up earlier. Gave him a slap backstage and he expects not to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised Joe's gone for a pin cover this early. Well, Samoa Joe has control over Ty, but Ty's got the heart. His heart, he's got a huge heart, Dan. Heart, determination, the fight of the perfect ten. I will never back up Ty Dillinger. I mean, he lost. Look at who he lost to, Bobby Roode. Like we're saying, the future of NXT he lost to. Everybody's going to lose to Bobby Roode. Nothing wrong with that with Ty Dillinger. He wants to challenge the best in NXT. Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe, the champion. Ty Dillinger, you know. But two losses in two matches. Well, every big match Ty's had, he's lost. But that's what he's saying. He needs to change it. He needs to get luck on it. Lady Luck needs to be on his side as well. Luck is only something you give... When you've given everything else, you've got nothing more to give. You pray for luck, and if someone needs luck to get a win, mate, he's fucked. Well, come on, Dillinger. Come on. You can do this. Being worn down by Joe. I'll take a disqualification victory now. Come on. (laughs) Joe's going to rip his fucking head off. Uh, and Joe do you not think think Ty deserves this for slapping Joe in the back I, I just don't want to call and Samoa Joe rips Ty Dillinger's head off and shits down his neck. <laughs> well, he's going to rip his arm off and beat him with the bloody <laughs> fucking stump, mate. Oh, and Dillinger now blocks the kick and then a big clothesline. Come on, Dillinger now. He's back in it. Perfect 10 and he's feeling it now in his hometown of Canada against the NXT champion. Come on, Dillinger. It's time. Fans are behind him. 10, 10. Joe's staggering. 
and now massive left hand and a huge chop as well. Trying to Irish whip Joe. Just ain't having it. Oh, but Dillinger fights out with a beautiful clothesline. And make that another one. A big kicks and knees. And clothesline from Ty. He's feeling it, Dan. He's feeling it. There's going to be feeling something in a minute. <laughs> and the perfect 10 now is he going to stomp a mud hole in Joe and walk it dry. Doesn't get any bigger or more exciting than this. Ty Dillinger working down. The NXT champion, Samoa Joe. Ty exposing the knee. We're going to see the tiebreaker. <laughs> Joe's in trouble. The NXT champion after a huge victory now. Staring defeat in the face. Well, staring Denis in the face. Can he get Joe up though? He's been injured, hasn't he? Joe fighting out of it. Oh. German suplex. <laughs> Keeps a hold of the grip. Uh-oh. Switching it up to... Oh. oh. And did it just got him? Rolls One. up Joe. <laughs> Joe gets out of it, though. Catches Ty's leg. Oh! Spins him round, but Ty delivers a nice kick to the chest of Joe. Beautiful super kick, and that's it! No! Fucking hell. No. Only a two, and Joe just a second away, and Dillinger can't believe it. Come on, now. You're so close. You seriously think Ty's going to win this? Ty is going to be... Yes. Ty, yes. I have faith in my wrestlers, Dan. Thank you very much. Tell you what. Dinninger, that's what I want to see. Dinninger Rude versus Orton and Ambrose match. <laughs> <laughs> they get their fucking asses right. Orton have beat a pair oh, of them. We're not arguing about that. We're not arguing own. about that. Dillinger. Yes, because you know there's no fucking argument. Now just shut up. And Dinninger now is going to put Joe away. Gets him up for the tiebreaker. Joe manages to slide his way down the back. Oh, shit. Tie runs into the corner but just gets planted by Joe. Uh-oh. Oh, for fuck's sake. And now, the end is near. And, and so Ty face his <laughs> final curtain. And he's hitting a power bomb, but Ty managed to get shoulder up. But Joe just steps over, delivers a lovely high Boston. Don't tap Ty, come on. Tap your little pussy. Don't, he's not a pussy, he's showing how tough he is tonight. Tap your pussy. Dillinger has showed he's got the heart determination of the champion as he gets put in a cross face. Joe's just playing with him. Is Joe that? has been taken off his feet a few times by Dillinger tonight. Don't he's not been playing with Joe? Him. Highly underestimated Ty, but he's thinking, yes, look, Dillinger's just talking shit into his face. No, Dillinger's proved tonight he belongs as he's got caught now. Ty's going to go to sleep, mate. And he's got him in the Kikalida clutch. Good night, Ty. Ty, don't tap out. Fight is Ty's and out, he, and he doesn't get. He doesn't <sighs> tap out. Doesn't get pinned. He passes out. That's how tough Dillinger is. That's how tough he is. He passed. He didn't even to tap out. He just oh. no. He didn't give up. So how is that <sighs> less so? He oh, fainted. Yeah. Oh, he, he, he fainted. <laughs> Only homosexuals and women <laughs> faint. You think tapping out is is better than fainting? Really? He b- passed out. Joe, no, blood, no, right. If you're going to pass head. out, yeah, you're going to pass out. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin passed out to Bret the Hitman Hart. And this was You're very... You're going to have blood pouring down no, your you face. Blood You're going to have given face. it everything you could. You're not just going to... Oh, he's got it locked in. Fine. Joe had that that lock. That, that move has beaten everybody in NXT. And Ty, exactly. respect and... him for not tapping out or getting pinned by the champion. Yeah, he passed out. But fair play to Ty Dillinger. You're being unfair as Samoa Joe is the NXT champion. We know how tough he is. But fair play to Dillinger. But one thing we've got to think about this now. Can I just say, loss. yeah, that Joe warned him, right? Before this, he, before he even got enticed into this match by Ty Dillinger, Joe said to look, you ain't in my league, you? 
Yeah? Yeah. Ty should have just said, all right, mate, fair enough. Does I'm it... not in your league. No, no. I'm still expressing my point. let you finish. Go on. And then, you know, Ty, we should have accepted that and walked away. Not slap, Joe. This is why Joe, look. Look at have him. Have you finished? Have you finished? Look at him, no. Have you finished? Look, look at the end have of the match. Have you finished? Have you finished? Okay. No. Right. If this proves anything, it proves Ty Dillinger wants to face the best in NXT. He went against Joe, even though Joe didn't rate him. Slapped him across the face. And he put Joe, he put as well, in this match. Dillinger done everything he said he would. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. All right? But there's one thing you've got to think about. After this, though, as we see a dejected Dillinger, uh, as we see a dejected for fuck's sake, Dan, you As we see a dejected Dillinger certainly seeming to be mulling over the words that he said before the match. Well, you know, he was mulling over the words as he left the ring. What does the future hold for Ty? Well, he doesn't win, then he's going to go home. I mean, I hope Ty doesn't give up. We've seen how close he comes. Yeah, I mean, it will come to Ty Dillinger. He just needs to keep he's, going. I know he's like the perfect 10, but he's at the perfect 10 losses in a row. Because oh. he's got two and oh, I'm saying. <laughs> Well, Dillinger, don't give up, son. Keep fighting. And 2017 might be good, but at the moment, God knows for Ty Dillinger. How many wins have you had recently? See you in two weeks on the WNR podcast. <coughs> See you in two weeks on the WNR podcast. We will bring you the results from Japan in the huge NXT title match. Plus, it's a Cruiserweight special as we watch 205 Live and action from ECW and WCW. We'll watch the match in its entirety. Uh, like we say, in two weeks' time on NXT, they will have that here. They had a tour of Japan. Now, NXT, they're going to move over to Australia. And in the next few NXT updates that we'll have, we'll probably have a few matches from them as well, building up towards NXT TakeOver in um, the Royal Rumble, as we said. Our next podcast is SmackDown's TLC pay-per-view, episode 79, with the TLC match between Dean Ambrose and the face that runs the place, AJ Styles, for the WWE Championship. Will it be a happy new year for the Lunatic Fringe? Well, I don't know. He's, he's got momentum on his side, especially with James Ellsworth there helping him out. We don't know. But, I mean, you look forward to TLC, Dan? I am, yeah. I hope he can bring something good. You know, it's AJ Styles in his last pay-per-view of the calendar year. It'll be interesting to see. You know, he's been in every pay-per-view that he can possibly be in. Yeah. Throughout, I mean, you know, we... Saw his un- unexpected arrival in the Royal Rumble as number four. Yes. <laughs> you remember that? That's great. And yes, it'd be good to see what AJ Styles can end his year on. Yeah, and speaking of AJ Styles as well, well, not really connected to him, but we are going to have our <laughs> year-end awards at Christmas, which will have rest of the year, pay for you of the year, tag team of the year and everything like this. I'm not saying AJ Styles is going to be my number one pick, but there we go. <laughs> He's going to be close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be near. Uh, so that is everything for episode 78, and it is NXT TakeOver. Dan, anything else to say about this huge episode of NXT? Your thoughts, your your, your hopes and aspirations, Dan? Anything else? Chris Benoit's innocent. Okay, so before we go, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, at WWE Network Review, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at J underscore Rollins. Facebook. We're, we're also on Facebook, Dan, yep. You can come and find our page and give us a like. We are the WWE Network Review Podcast. Or you can add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Just find me and add me and I'll accept. We're across all the Google platforms, of course. Google Plus, the WWE Network Review. You can send us an email, the WNRpodcast.gmail.com. We're also on YouTube as well. There's numerous ways you can listen to us. We're on SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Stitcher Radio and iTunes. You can download, subscribe, rate, review there. That is everything. We'll catch you next week. I have been James Rollins, and as always, I was joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks, and uh, 
Bye. Bye. Now, do we want spoilers or not in this one? We're going to watch the Joe Nakamura match in two weeks' time. But as we're recording this, I found out the result of the Japanese. Do we talk about this? Do you want to know? Go on. All right. Spoilers. Anybody who doesn't want to know, we'll be doing the whole match in two weeks of the WNR podcast. We just met up, especially on this Saturday, to just finish a couple of editing. And this is just breaking news as we're getting it. And in... Japan earlier it was Samoa Joe versus Nakamura, and I can announce exclusively that we have a new NXT champion, Shinzuki Nakamura, Samoa Joe. So there we go. They're saying the only reason that uh, Nakamura lost at Takeover was so he could win it in his hometown. I don't mind that. 